Hello, humans. Thanks for downloading the Funk Tank podcast. Um, me and Joe just recorded an intro in my car, I and think, I realized I didn't hit record, so here we go. Take two. take like No, take like five. And oh, I, yeah. I, I think we've been here for like ten minutes now. Yeah, it should have been faster than this. Anyways, uh, thanks but, for downloading yeah. our podcast and listening to it. Uh, this episode is the Cocktail Cast. We have our friend Kevin on, and he talks about, you know, the art and the science of... And artistry. Sure, of mixing cocktails. Um, uh, you know, we, we, we got silly with this one. We had a lot of cocktails ourselves, but uh, uh, I went through and edited out the, the overly drunk parts so that hopefully what's left is something informative it, about cocktails. It's, it's pseudo-legible. It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. If you know nothing about cocktails, you'll leave this episode having a pretty basic idea of, like, the whole thing that's going on with, with mixology, basically. And rum. Definitely, and... Rum, we have a, a, a whole history of, what was it, the War of Jenkins' Ear? The War of Jenkins' Ear, If yeah. you don't know what that is, well, tune in because... Uh, you'll hear it, baby. Johnny Genie gets into that. Um, he gets in deep, for And sure. what else? Uh, if you want to support the podcast even more than just downloading, uh, check us out on Patreon. What is Patreon, Joe? Patreon is a... Fantastic... This feels fake now. <laughs> I know, because I said it like four fucking times. <laughs> But it, to be real with you, if I'm going to be real right now... Yeah, let's get real. Patreon is an excellent platform for both <laughs> users and and consumers in which we uh, broadcast some bonus behind-the-scenes content. And basically, it's a way for, if you subscribe, donate minimum just a dollar an episode, it goes a long way to help us improve our, our audio quality, our, um, you know other equipment that we it might cost a little into. bit of money to host a podcast Hosting on a too, website for, sure, for yeah. example yeah so any amount that you can donate it's vastly appreciated i would say it and, helps uh, us schedule some more time for the podcast sure yeah researching time is, topics time is um, money yeah. i've spent a lot of time trying to learn about audio and get better with that stuff yeah hopefully you're noticing each episode we we try to get a little bit better with audio but um most of what would help us is to have a little bit of cash to to buy better microphones so uh cash is king consider supporting us on patreon and you get bonus content if you you do do get bonus content Um, check out the rewards we signed luke up to do a lot of stuff that he never agreed to and i'll do it i'll follow through uh you'll i think we're calling it thunk tributors thunk tributors if you become a patreon supporter you're officially in the thunk tributor club um also we have we have pretty good ideas for future uh rewards for patreons um Things like uh, maybe we'll email out uh, w- once a week some or once a month maybe something of... Us fucking up these? Well, the best the best uh, internet things we found that... Oh, that could be cool. That's a cool yeah. idea. Anyways, we have ideas, so consider supporting us. Um, but I would say the best way to support us is by sharing it with people you think might like it. Yeah. Enjoy this episode, and if you know anybody who's into cocktails or anything else that we discuss, send it to them. And uh, what do we have coming up this week? I think we're going to get into a podcast on Elon Musk. We're getting into SpaceX, baby, yeah. So be on the lookout for that. And uh, after that, we have our friend who works at Google. He's going to come on to talk to us about computers, programming, technology, artificial intelligence, the singularity, just all the things in that kind of trippy futuristic he's, kind he's, of he's locked into the scene he's a google yeah we needed somebody more yeah. qualified than us to talk about these things and what more qualified than an arm of google exactly yeah yeah he's in it all right do we do we hit everything as long as you hit record god damn it. i did hit record this time <laughs> well then i think we're good to go all right well thanks for downloading and Please enjoy. Uh, enjoy the episode yeah
Attention humans, this is a Thunk Tank. Please insert this podcast directly into your nearest orifice for viewing pleasure. Okay, you ready? Oh shit. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Thunk Tank. (laughs) Welcome to the Thunk Tank. Oh yeah. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. Welcome, come into our, come into our Thunk Tank. Luke, don't switch to the other peanuts. <laughs> Welcome to the thunk tank. Come in the tank. We're thinking and we're thinking. and we're thunked. And we're thunked. Oh my god, I'm probably more beer than man if we go far enough back at this point. Well. I just hit record, so welcome to the Thunk Tank. I like how you always start by, well, I just hit record, so. <laughs> no, it's going. I, you can I say welcome it. to the Thunk Tank. We know you're not welcoming us. We're in it already. Yeah, we're already Oh, hello, here. listeners. Welome to the Thunk Tank. <laughs> like, share, and subscribe. There you go. Sometimes it's easy to anything. forget that people actually listen to this. Uh, I don't it, know who these alleged people are that you're speaking of. There's out, at least but... almost 500 of them. Oh, we have how to can, welcome How can new, you forget something that doesn't happen? I mean, our new our new viewers. We now have a download in in Mexico and a welcome da- Mexico and a download in South, South Korea. Alan. It might be Alan. <laughs> Alan, hello. <laughs> uh, and South Korea too. So we got a pretty cool episode here for a few reasons. Uh, one, we have a breathalyzer with us, so let's see where that goes. Yeah, is this uh, a contest? How does this work? We're not oh. sure what it's going to be, but. Uh, we're, I think we're going to take bets on blood alcohol level by the end of this. That might be interesting. The yeah. reason uh, being is this is our martini cast. I th- I'm very excited for this. And we so have a very special guest with us. We have a, a friend of the podcast, help. Kevin, here. He's a bartender, mixologist. I don't know. I don't what like the fuck word. are you? Yeah. I don't like that word. What are you then? Mixologist implies a, a nerdy connotation to it. It implies like a Portlandia-esque so like what, bullshit. What you, what it implies the, the plaid. It implies the, the beard. It implies yeah. like the you know. As Johnny's wearing plaid, vegan, he smiles. Like the vegan deal with my beard, you know that kind of thing. Like I'm <laughs> yeah, not, with your beard. I'm not into you that. Stink you, you of wood spice and sandalwood. You just described Johnny to the T, except the the deodorant. All right, so we have a friend who is a self-declared bartender who likes good cocktails. He's not self-declared. So he brought a bunch of shit with him, and we are currently drinking a cocktail he just made. We are drinking a martini. This is like the most classic of classic cocktails. That's what we're starting off the evening with. Uh, however, we have a very special gin with us tonight. It is the Martin Miller's Nine Moons Barrel Rested Gin. Very funky little expression That is a here. bunch of words. Yeah, and like there's them. only 20,000 bottles ever, and this is bottle 10959. So and it was filled 10, up 5, 9, just a moment 5, what, ago, and now it's uh, so now, about Yeah, now it's just about empty, so yeah. we're, we're really uh, we're getting there on these. Very exciting. So uh, now I would say... Um, for the dumb listeners out there, what exactly is a martini? But for me, what exactly is a martini? Because I don't have any fucking idea. So a martini, Luke, and put, for put yourself all of our in the listeners, shoes, yeah. is one of the most classic cocktails. It's been around since the mid-1800s. And uh, basically, it comes from a tradition of taking your spirit, which would be gin in this case. You mean and, like your soul? No, like liquor, like booze, booze hall. And you're taking this and you're softening it with an addition of a fortified wine, which mm. in this case is dry vermouth. So a little dry vermouth, throw a little orange bitters in there, stir it up, and you get yourself a dash of, orange, of uh, 
lemon oil on top, and you're all set. Is that what's inside the the skin of the lemon? Yes, little oil. <clears throat> the earl. As you can see, Ooh. rub it on your skin. You get a nice little. Yeah, give, give me some. He just of assaulted that. me nice with earl. Lemon. No, he, he nice. lemoned you. And that's what sprays across mm. the uh, surface of the like drink. It. So I'm currently drinking my martini out of a out of a Welch's jelly jar that has Tom and Jerry, like the mouse Sound. and the cat on it. We can put a that picture sounds right. of that. Uh, that's pretty mixology, if you ask me. That's that goes right only up there one with the vegan glass, deodorant. So naturally, somehow Luke has the I got the martini glass. glass. I decided, that. and I literally didn't really know what a martini Kevin was until just now. That, yeah. Well, he wants you to have the full experience. He's clearly. Okay, Kev, Kevin's okay. had a real martini in his life. You're you're the starving child he's giving his candy this bar to. This might actually be the most expensive martini that I've ever had in my life, to be honest with you. I don't know what how much this bottle costs, but I bet it's a lot. <laughs> I bet it's a lot. Now, is this cool, shaken man. or stirred? Yeah, I was going to say stirred. James Bond. Like, what's yeah. going on w- there? What's, what's going on with I've always wondered that. Like, what is that about, the shaken, not stirred? So, Ian Fleming uh, ruins a whole generation of martini drinkers really? with this phrase. Okay. Um so, I don't know if you can hear that right there. Yeah, they can. I can see it. But that's <laughs> the sound Luke's of me stirring a cocktail right here. Yeah. So far, so good. All right? reason why you stir a martini or, or any other um, cocktail of this type where you are where you have, a, again, a spirit, a fortified wine, potentially a, a syrup or a bitters, you're, uh, you don't want to over-dilute the spirit itself. You want to really taste the liquor. Um, mm. Also, if you were to shake this cocktail, you get a frothy head on top. You're aerating uh, it, right? Yeah, you're going to aerate it, and it's going to be cloudy from all the air and bubbles right. getting into it. Um, not to mention, if I shake this right now, I'm not going to do that because it's going to be too loud. But you get um, no. I all, put an anti-shaking filter on all of our mics, so all the ice good. cubes are going to break up into <laughs> smaller pieces. And as we know, smaller pieces of ice have a higher surface area to volume ratio, meaning there's going to be more thermal Hmm. transference of heat from the warm alcohol that we have here into the cold ice cubes. Therefore, they're going to melt faster and we're going to have more watery drink. More More water, less flavor. More water contacts the ice. Yeah, more watery drink, less flavor, um, and more froth. So James Bond was ordering a watery martini. No, 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 you're Hmm. wrong. It, I, I read a couple of the books that Ian Fleming wrote, at least in Goldfinger and Dr. No. Bond orders it stirred, not shaken, and they switched oh. it in the movies. Oh, shit. So, I mean, Ian Fleming helped with the screenplays, so it's fair to blame him, but uh, I, I don't know if that was all him or not. I don't know if it was that not. way in all the books, because there's actually a few different uh. Bond cocktails that come out but of those to just, books, But to just blame it on Bond, I mean, maybe he's just sometimes he's like, yeah, I got to go murder a guy. I got to shoot well, someone can, at 100 yards. You can blame it on the movie. So I want to still look like I'm drinking. If you got to shoot somebody at 100 yards with a fucking handgun that could fit in your dick pouch, you're going to need to be kind of a little less drunk than some other situations. So maybe that calls for a more watery cocktail. Yeah, yeah no, so, no, I think you so have that checks out. Yeah, I hear where work. you're coming from, Kev, but let's not blame James Bond right out the gate. You know, it's right. a I long mean, James podcast. Bond does a lot of crazy shit, so like the least of his problems is like not getting the cocktail right. Oh, it's probably, probably the or, or being, not getting it more alcoholic. Than <laughs> it's probably the, the fact that he's riddled with syphilis and who knows what else is probably a bigger issue. That explains why he <laughs> takes crazy fair, he should have. That's true. Yeah. He should have the taste at this point. They act as like he drank enough martinis in movies. Yeah. And books to, to really know what's up at this point. Right, he point. should be a connoisseur of Fair martinis enough. at yeah. this point. Which he, you know, in some respect is because, like, in one of the books uh, or movies, I can't remember which one specifically. We got, we got a guy on that, right? We got a, a guy in the back. Oh, yeah, he's oh, working he on it right now. He never one showed the, up to work. Yeah, no, no, he got snowed in earlier. It was a whole thing. <laughs> oh, so he's going to yeah. Google it and, and yeah. let us know. Santa San wants um, to help shovel him out. Yeah, yeah drink, we got some, we some little elves. We gave our employees the day off today, yeah. so uh, drink is called the Vesper Martini. 
um, which is a variant using half gin, half vodka. Vesper. Shaken huh. with Lille Blanc the movies, yeah. as so, the fortified wine, which is a little unique. One goal I had, uh, well, of bringing you on, Kevin, was one, every time uh, I have Who's... a cocktail from you, you say a bunch of words I don't even know. Mm-hmm. And then the second one was, I'm usually not very confident going into a bar myself and ordering a cocktail. That's a good point, yeah. I usually feel like, um, beer! Uh, <laughs> I'll get the beer and the IPA one. Yeah. And so my goal sure. is sort of to, like, have a template for what a cocktail is and how to order it, maybe even without a name at a bar. Let's mm. say you're at a bar where the bartender might not know exactly what they're doing. You can just tell them, put this and this and this, and that's what I want. Yeah. Before we get there, though, Johnny, you just came from a beer share, right? Um, it was a homebrew club meeting, actually. Did um, you drink beer there? I drank a lot of beer there. Cool. I had a flight of uh, Imperial Stouts. Nice. So I'm and surprisingly now, lucid. I saw there you go. In a um, small cup there. Vibes are flying. Uh, and I'm drinking an IPA from Mustache Brewing. Oh, how'd you get a mustache, dude? I, I got, I got, from your I got, wife? yeah, I got some people working on it. And uh, it's the What's My Purpose IPA, <laughs> which so, I think um, is a Rick oh. and Morty reference. Why is that a Rick and Morty reference? Because Rick is that a stick of butter on the yeah. Game? Rick builds a robot okay. to pass the butter to him, but he makes oh it God, sentient, right. and it passes the butter to him, and yeah. then he goes, it goes, what's my purpose? And he goes, you pass butter, and then it looks down at his hands and goes, oh my God, and has right. like a little existential. But I crisis. wonder if I wonder so, if that's a reference to something else because they they steal so much it, from other. It very well could be sci-fi genre stuff. So that's something maybe we sh- we could do some. Let's get the uh, let's get our researcher on that too. Uh, oh, let's, Rick and let's, Morty. Let's ask Watch a fan to do it. Watch the fuck out of that show. It's hilarious. Can a fan yeah, figure fun. that out for us? Somebody commented actually on the last episode about um, something that we said about Vonnegut, and he actually provided a very helpful link. Oh yeah, so dude. People yeah, are if doing we it. hear from you, yeah. Um, and I, I, th- I thanked him for that's, it. That's that's cool. I mean, we know people are listening because like we can secretly see where your IPA address. I- IPA is it? Your no, IPA yeah, address. That's the beer you no, like. No, no, no. We're, we're gonna, gonna start. Later. We're gonna start calling it IPA addresses. <laughs> the IPA. It's pronounced <laughs> IPAs addresses. So like you, it shows you which like countries yeah, things are from and which over, states are from. Refresh, refresh, so that's how we refresh, happen refresh. to know like a few cool things of like different countries that are listening, like South Korea. I'm very excited that we have South Korea on yeah. the map now. Yeah. That's um, cool. Where else was unique? Oh, uh, nobody cares. Let's go back to I don't cocktails. Think, I, I don't think we have your friends. It doesn't in, uh, really matter, but get in touch Iceland, with us yeah. if you're actually yeah. listening. Like, share, um, subscribe, comment. So, Johnny, we also have it, some please. other half beers that we might switch to after these cocktails. Oh, very exciting, yeah. Uh, so, so, so we'll announce Kevin, those when we do that. Yeah, with that in mind, Luke, Kevin, is there a scientific... Is there a science reason behind... Uh, sorry, I don't know why I did that. Uh, behind the, the liquor before beer... I is it don't just volume? So. so this it's just is just a my, volume thing in your yeah, stomach. I think we talked about this once, and we kind of had a long conversation about it. Um, and my philosophy here is that the reason why people say that is if, you, if you're drinking liquor and then you move on to beer, you're slowing down, right? Hmm. If you go from beer to liquor, you're speeding right. up, right? And if you go from liquor to beer, you will you will generally be sobering up more as the night goes on. Whereas if you go from beer to liquor, you're going to be super drunk, more drunk at the end of right. the night, your, which your is more intake likely is to lead higher, to a yeah. bad hangover, also right. more likely to lead to a blackout. Right. Yeah, because um, the, the intensity is increasing like hmm. as you're drinking. Which is why I typically always start the night going hard, balls to the wall, and then slow slow down a little bit, you know. Well, the and end. then you can yeah. like intersperse water within that, which is huge at a certain point. Water is huge. Have yeah. you ever well, gotten beer is so basically. 
drunk that your balls actually went to the wall? No. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I was well, going to say definitely, Well, right? this one time I was... <laughs> I mean, I, I've definitely walked into a wall. Is yeah. this rated PG, PG-13, This is NC explicit. 17? You could say whatever you want. I, I, yeah, well, I, one you time know, I was poking a girl against the wall, and my balls did actually hit it. And yes, I was drunk. What did that sound like? <laughs> uh, wow, you went from like, is this PG, PG-13, R to like NC-17. It's a full penetration. That's how we do it. I think that's just porn right now. Well, uh, no, well, it's yeah, it's, but it's, see, it's, see, Luke, you, you start. They were hanging you, a little low that night. It was the middle of summer, you know. They were kind of like <laughs> it's and it just Luke, right. but you, were, you wait, start were you the podcast. Yeah, super drunk. Okay, well, pe- you start go. the podcast so full penetration, and then it was you, a bad idea. You know, it was like a little sore in the morning. And with some relax after that. That's better that you were sore from the lifting though than from your balls smashing into the wall. Yeah, they didn't. I mean, I figured it out after they smashed the first time. I was like, I kind of adjusted the angle accordingly. So you weren't you weren't too drunk. I am interested I in your question, though, Johnny, because um, we are about to mix, like, high-percentage IPA beer with these cocktails. So, like, what's going to happen? I've had I've had people ask me, <laughs> like, if it's dangerous to mix. Somebody told me, like, oh, man, I can't go from, like, really dark beer to really light beer. Yeah, no, they're, they're making that shit up. It's all... And I was all, like, but beer has, like, a pretty similar hot. pH range. It's yeah, all kind of the same. It's happening. not going to throw your stomach off. But I was wondering if, if it's there's much variation between liquors and then if there's much variations between, like, cocktails. If they have more, like, sugariness or more... Yeah, so my, how good, does that affect your pH and fucking your stomach sugar, up? So as yeah. far as sugar content, uh, my recommendation is to always try to limit yourself to like two to three cocktails containing like really any type of noticeable sugar, mm. min- ma- maximum. Because once you hit like a certain point with that and, and you keep having stuff with it with a higher sugar content, such as like stuff with pineapple juice, orange juice, right. that type of thing, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm not necessarily talking about like an old fashioned that has like a negligible amount, like a teaspoon of sugar, like that's something. You mean like that. a screwdriver You're or something? You're talking about like all those deal. like liqueurs that get mixed in, all right? The, what all is, he- what is a Cosmopolitan? Because they look like they're gross and they make people make bad decisions. A cosmopolitan they actually. They do look like, um, uh, what's the antifreeze? Cosmo. Yeah. Kind of look like antifreeze. In fireball. movies. I actually taught this. Uh, oh. I taught this well, today, a... actually, in my class. <laughs> this drink. Yeah. Uh, and I have a whole spiel on it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it basic. Oh, by the way, folks, Condense I just it, picked maybe. Kevin up. I we drove from a class. He was teaching a bartending class. He just so, said that, Luke. Um, he's we're making him basically come Doesn't from matter, work Johnny. and then stay at work for the length of a podcast. Yeah, but he's getting paid. And in, he's uh... he's not even getting paid, and he's just making us drinks. He's um, getting paid in gratitude. Thanks, yeah, thank you. <laughs> You're quite yeah. welcome. Thank you for uh, for having me on this. I think we just asked him a bunch of questions me, also. Yeah, and we, kept drinking and didn't answer and like yeah. most Knowing stuff. Kevin, though, he has like the memory to be able to just answer them. All right, yeah, roll, I have roll most through of them, them backlog, so okay. I'm going to go yeah. backwards. Yeah, right? so starting I'm very with, interested with in what these. you were just saying. You, you asked for about a Cosmo, right? Yeah. So Cosmopolitan is a bright pink drink, right? We've all seen them. Most of them look fucked up, right? Usually when you see them, they look clear in color, right? They're see-through. Right, yeah. That is the hallmark of a Cosmo that is like, not like, don't go near it. Don't drink it. Okay. If it has no color to it, don't no, drink it. No, if it's if it's uh, if it's like clear pink. Oh, right? oh, like you mean you can see pink. right through it. Yeah, pink. yeah. 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 So pink. if it's a color, but if it's clear. No, it's going to be pink, but you understand, like, right, see, yeah. this, this You're cocktail, saying how cloudy it is. This cocktail with here stuff. is totally see-through. You just see right through it. It's not. And it should be. Yeah. And that's okay. because it's a martini. It's just booze and vermouth, right? If yeah. I have a cocktail that contains works, lime juice or lemon juice, that cocktail should be cloudy. Because as you guys know, if of you course, squeeze yeah. lemon, it's yeah. going to cloud up your water. Yeah, clouds up your water, yeah. So 
um, uh, Cosmos should contain fresh lime juice. Lime juice is only sour. It's not sweet, right? It contains like, you know, this, this high ratio of, of acid to, to tiny little bit of sugar. Um, what lime juice that'll quote unquote lime juice air quotes here, uh, lime juice, a lot of bars are using is called roses, lime juice, AKA bullshit roses, lime cordial. It's basically clarified lime juice that's mixed with uh, high fructose corn syrup, oh. green food coloring. And what does it benzoate, stop people from having sorbate. to like deal with cutting up that's gross, limes? And... Pretty much, but also it's it's just a completely different ingredient that's a relic of an age where we couldn't afford fresh lime. Oh. So, that shit lasts so, in your fridge for so, years. I've yeah, left so, it in yeah. there, yeah. Right. So the rose's lime, it, it you, you keep it forever. It's a sure, cordial, yeah. you know. Um, but it's not. It's only appropriate for certain drinks. Certain drinks would use that, but right. most drinks that you're using are are gonna be with fresh juice. You're right. But you if know. you don't know what you're doing, you're like, oh, it's lime. Yeah. So and so Cosmo, for in. those of you who are wondering, is gonna be a citron flavored vodka. Yeah, that's why I'm here for. So you know, absolute citron, kettle one citron. They all make a a version of that, right? Which is citron means lemon. It's not citrus. It's not lime. Mm-hmm. It's not orange. It's it's just a lemon flavored vodka. Hence why it's yellow. Um, with triple sec, which is your bitter orange liqueur, lime juice, and cranberry, which is what gives it that seductive uh, pink glow to it, of course. That's what it's all about. Uh, and if they're made right, they actually taste pretty good. They're supposed to be, they should be quite sour, quite strong, and um, and really not a lot of sweetness to them at all. They, they should actually be quite sour. Um, mm. But most of them that you're seeing out there are just like either loaded up with booze with a splash of pink to it to make it look like you're drinking something fancy but really you're just you know you're it's an alcohol delivery mechanism why is it known as a girly drink because it's pink that's it (laughs) absolutely and because it's so so i have i have specific this was this was marketed by like the kettle one company as part of their launch of the kettle one citron uh, vodka they really uh, when you say launch like how how far back are we talking Uh, early 90s i believe it was 91 or 92 okay and um you know dale degroff the but, guy who really promoted it, um, he, I don't think he was the guy who actually technically invented it, but he it, did. Yeah, did it, it exist before that? No, it was the oh, okay. late '80s, early '90s okay. when it kind of right, cool. surfaced, and um, you know, it was named the Cosmopolitan, like kind of after the, the women's magazine, which is kind of why it's known. Wow, so it. it's a lot of marketing is yeah. what it comes also, down it to. Also, it sounds similar to. Also, it sounds similar to a kamikaze, which is a previous drink that it's based on. So who uh, who that's so interesting. is there like a a trade group or like a governing body that because a cocktail that comes out in the '90s you say it, it should be this way like who decides that it should be this way like that's um, how it's taught by people like you who teach classes International and stuff. Beverage Association um, mm-hmm. I knew there was one of those IBA on, baby so if, if IBA. you're on yeah, all IBA, over the map just like uh, yeah. <laughs> Are you guys uh, just, like, uh, just make initials out of anything, and it sounds like yeah. you know you're. I what was you're doing that with the audio, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. you know. Talk. What does it uh, stand for again? If you yeah. search any cocktail on on Wikipedia, for example, it gives you the IBA recipe on the right hand side, the approved IBA recipe. Okay. And it's always in like centiliters and milliliters because yeah. it's a it's like an. That's what everybody else body. uses. Sure, yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Um, but that's well, about that. And, and also, that you know, it's the, the thing is, America. It's not like you need a. You have to go to school. Like you don't need a, a nursing certificate or like a, a, a medical, a licensed practice medicine or something to be a bartender. You know, you need actually less training than it requires to be a barber. You know, in the yeah. state of New York. Sure. Uh, so. Um, yeah, I took an through. online class here. It took about 12 minutes. That was the tips certification. Yeah, the, <laughs> the safety minutes. thing. I didn't um, study. I got a 95. 
as far as the <laughs> that's actual such a Johnny, that's like you in high school, right? As far as the actual craft, <laughs> cheers, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> actually, Johnny, I helped you pass the Math B Regents. Uh, yeah, actually, Kevin's a big reason that I I graduated when I did. Not gonna lie, <laughs> pretty big deal. But part of it was a, a mixture of, of how smart how smart Kevin was, how patient and good of a friend he was, but also how fucking dumb our teacher was. It was a <laughs> it was trifecta yeah, yeah. of those yep, things. I believe she looked that. like Crash Bandicoot. Kids get she blamed. Did. She, she didn't look like Crash I, Bandicoot. She I don't know who your teacher Crash was, but I know who it is. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about, right? The that third room on the left hand right? side. Yep. Yep. Right? Yeah, that's a shame. Of the math hallway? Big hooker boots. Yeah. How many kids get blamed for being bad students (laughs) in high school when it's really just the fault of, like, shitty teachers? Oh, man, it's rough. My parents, I thought I hated until, like, like, got out of high school and realized. Until you actually tucked them and studied them. Yeah, but maybe if my parents hit me harder, I would have tried harder. That's one philosophy. I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying, maybe. Kevin's Kevin's speeding me up on this cocktail drinking because I'm a. Yeah, yeah, dude, I already knew to see these. Joe and I. Both each have each drank one and a half. So, having Luke... said that, I plan on driving at some point later. So oh, that's true. That's well, good luck with that. Right, so, you, know, but... you can finish your first martini. You'll be yeah. Okay. yeah. Also, but, folks, we we have a again. breathalyzer with us, um, so that might be a fun little game later. Maybe we'll give some tongue twisters to each other and try to estimate our blood alcohol content. I feel like content. we're pretty close. So this is a perfect example. That way, of I drive home safely too. Thing. So, so well, hurry up now, and then you yeah. can drink slower later. Luke, I would say about yeah, 10 true. minutes after, 15 minutes after you finish it, blow to see if, what that first drink's at. You know, if that, if you could pound the drink. What do you think drink. you're at right now? Right now, well, so like this is a question I wanted to ask you, Kevin. Actually, I'm mostly used to drink drinking beer, and so even just, mm. and this has happened to me like most of the time when I have a cocktail, I'm about halfway through a cocktail, and I don't feel drunk necessarily, but I feel something come over my body that's very different than what I usually get from alcohol buzz. Like, it's just a different buzzy feeling. My face feels a little flushed. I know what that is. It's because oh, yeah, Luke it's doesn't eat face. sugar. Yeah. That so could be true. it. I, when, I don't eat a lot of sugar. When would you eat sugar? You would never eat sugar. You don't eat candy. It's beer is Beer time. is the only time you yeah. get sugar. Beer so or cocktail. There's a couple point. points. Uh, there's a couple points to hit here, right? First being that... Um, Liquor the, before beer, you're in the clear. Beer before liquor, no, get totally, drunk quicker. Have more beer. And never fear, right? I, I, my thing rhymes. <laughs> I don't know what so to tell I. you. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Drink beer all day. Well, I, I, drink, I, beer, I, drink beer all day. And then go out and play. Yeah, see? I, I do, do know this all day. Wait, car- carbonation. Day. <laughs> Damn it. Carbonation does get you drunk faster. It has to do with how you absorb sort of. the alcohol. But the it rate doesn't, at it which doesn't you get you more it? drunk, though. No, it but you... it, it gets you... Not necessarily more bit. drunk, so the uptake, but it gets, so if you have like a stomach full of fizzy you, beer and you take a shot on top of it, when it, like a different you know, view for a while. Hey, yeah, I want to see this guy. Up, for a bit. Yeah, well, Johnny, we'll switch up, the camera angle so you can see different people. Every right. Right. So, so people who are listening, we just switch the camera angle. So, so Kevin said this is one of the most expensive cocktails he's had, and that's a lot coming from somebody who's had a lot of cocktails. What do the non-cocktail drinkers think of it? Like, give me your fancy. Pretend um, you're a sommelier. Take on on your cocktails, wanna, and then I want to hear Kevin's that, opinion. Oh, mine is gone. I already no, no, I already I, chugged it. I want to I want to hear Luke and Joe's version without I knowing Luke what and Joe. to say so, about it. The, the and then one I want to hear Kevin's I'll, actual opinion. Is the one that thing okay? I'll say about it because I'm I'm very I don't have the vocabulary for like talking about cocktails like exactly. Wise. Yeah. Um, I feel like I've developed it a little bit with beer, and I took a like a wine class once, and then I like watched a, a course online with a few hours of wine things. So I learned some of the vocabulary with like talking about wine. 
what kinds of words you might use, what are the main components to like notice about balance with tannins and how dry it is. Elderberries and terroir. Is it a fast finish? These kinds of things. So I would say the thing I like about this and most of the cocktails you've made me is balance. That I don't quite know the elements that go into a cocktail. I know a lot of it's sweetness with sugar. A lot of it is citrusy and a lot of it is booze. And like when those things balance really well, that is a cool thing. Yeah, th- there's something really cool here going on between the the sweet and and sort of the bitter. So would I be right, right? Kevin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And this, I don't know if the citrus is something separate. Oh, but uh, also in I contrast think, to the the sweet. Yeah, like so. I, anyways, my question. But I think you're I right. Guess, I think Kevin, it's about balance. What are the what are the sort of elements like zoomed out, not in this specific drink, in a cocktail that you're trying to balance? So you have basically. Um, you have these elements. You have alcohol, which most people will consider burn, right? That's the flavor. Sure, yeah. Right, we're, we're balancing alcohol with sugar, right? Which sometimes doesn't exist. It's honest. It's funny that you mentioned sugar in this because there's bas- there's no sugar in this cocktail. There's nothing. Yeah, it's, I was talking generally. Yeah. I didn't. It's just I a didn't sweetness. Think sweetness. Was, well, yeah. there's, there's some sweetness from the vermouth. Uh, it's a vermouth. If it's a well, wine, it's, a, it's it has an extra dry sugars. vermouth. If you try this vermouth, it basically tastes almost like salt water, mm. a little bit. It's That's a very. It's a little bit briny. It does not have almost any um, sugar flavor whatsoever. It's, it's like you know, um, grape juice like w- with salt in it. But the lemon um, has has. What's hmm, unique sweet. about that, by the way? Because so, like we had to go to a special liquor store to get that today. Well, hold on. Let's let's go back. Sorry. Let's go back. I so, ask too many questions. You do. You asked you asked me like six in the last three minutes. Also, and he, I, I, so I Kevin, it all. he had like five on so, cue also. Yeah, like, we yeah, still we didn't answer the originals. So, yeah. The, 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 this is a good question. So you have yeah. alcohol, which is your first one, right? Then right. you have s- sugar. Now, what year was alcohol? No. <laughs> <laughs> when <laughs> prohibition ended. Hold it. Hold it. <laughs> thank you. No. Thank you, gentlemen. Um, <laughs> He doesn't know the game. Thank you. It's all about trying to shove you off the rails. Yeah, yeah. But he's doing a good job. I'm very impressed We have sugar. We have sour, which is we also refer to as acid. And then we have bitterness, right? And these are are the things that are in play in anything in the culinary world. Really. And umami. Yeah, right. You have your fifth, our tongue, you have your, right? You have two more. It's pronounced which, edamame, Johnny. You have two more, which are not as common in cocktails, which is why I didn't include them, which is salt and umami, right? Mm-hmm. So some cocktails do contain a certain amount of salt, um, such as like, you know, a Bloody Mary or something right. like that or anything yeah. with saline. Uh, and umami, which you wouldn't usually get unless you're including like a meat or soy sauce or something in your cocktail, right. which is rare. Mm. I have included it... meat in cocktails sometimes, but... Uh, we're not can I get can today. I get a meaty cocktail sometime from you? That's, that's, Are we back at the balls against the wall? Thing? No, that's that's cocktails part two. I am considering infusing a cocktail with smoked duck fat at the bar I work at. You guys do have duck fat to work with. You know, there, there's there's something around. there's something to that. <laughs> quick quick side note. <laughs> what does that mean? Because no, to <laughs> what Luke Kevin said. Not not to what Luke said. Just like yeah, duck fat baby. Because because I found a recipe from. I think the 16th century for a, a beer, a 15-gallon beer recipe, oh, beer. where yep. it called cock ale, and you put a steamed, plucked, like gutted chicken and throw it in the barrel for a week at the end of fermentation to give it a hearty, meaty, like full-body taste. It's a, you, it's like an old-timey you, recipe you I found online. You said plucked, like you take the feathers off. 
Yeah, it's, you don't just throw a live chicken in the beer, but you, you put essentially like you <laughs> put basically throw, what else would chicken. Mean? We throw live lobsters and shit all the time. I didn't know what. But they we would... pluck them first, Luke. We pluck the lobsters. <laughs> I don't know. We no, pluck them out of the feathers. water. You haven't heard of this? They, they came out with right, lobsters of a feather. Sorry. I have Sorry, Kevin. Drake. Can you pluck together. me? Sorry, Kevin. Go. I just wanted to make that. Yeah, it was kind of hilarious. But that let's was actually the so next. So pretty much, you have question. those five, the, those four yeah. things, then with the extra <laughs> the two weird episode. Your own as long as they're in balance, you're pretty much okay. So like, the, when I'm training someone, you know, say I'm training a, a new bartender, what I have them do is I give them a, a recipe that's like slightly wrong, you know. Mm. Oh, I interesting. Fool them. And so I'll tell them yeah. to make me a daiquiri, and I'll give them like a slightly fucked up variation you know that, that's a little too sweet or something and i'll ask them how it tastes right. you know and if they say oh it tastes a little too sweet i'm like ah you're right yeah. okay it does taste if a they're little like too oh what answer so do you want to so hear what do we do now <laughs> yeah right what, what else what else is in play here and then so it, like where's the alcohol level at where's the where's the acid level at um so the alcohol is fine the acid's a little low all right so what do we do do we just add more acid to balance the sweetness or do we lower the sugar and maybe the acid will be fine, or do we add a little more at you know? So is it sort of like balancing different volumes? Yeah. So yeah, what do you do? Like, it's like it's like mixing um, when you're mixing like a um, you know a live band or, or a recording session or something. Whereas like you know if you if you or a podcast. Yeah, exactly. If you if you change the volume or the EQ on one thing, it affects the EQ and the volume of sure. everything else. Yeah. That's beautiful. Um, so you have to kind of like tweak it until it's right, and certain ingredients uh, play play nicely in the sandbox. Sandbox. Certain ingredients do not play no, nicely like the sandbox, in the sandbox. So you would say like the same mm. four uh, components of flavor in all of culinary science apply. Well, just yeah, as well, equally we, to... I, we said six, right? I said. He said he well, said those I mean, four right. out of the six apply. Those, those yeah. four are the big ones in cocktails, and then okay. you have your salt. I see. I see. You know whatever is, is, is okay. Additional. Right. Well, what yeah. about salt on a margarita? There you go. Well, that's obviously a thing. Right? <laughs> uh, my, that was that was a sentence. If, yeah, if we wanted, if you we said want, a thing. Yeah. If you want to ask me my opinion on salt on margaritas, yes. I know your opinion. I, I saw say, I saw you I while bartending. You looked at somebody who had salt on their margarita, and you were like, Jesus Christ, fuck that. <laughs> why? Why is that? What's What's wrong with that? I still don't know. You said something, but I don't well, really you're getting, Can I guess, Kevin? Is because you're starting off your first, like, you're trying to drink, take a sip of something that's supposed to have all these things delicately in balance. You're starting off with a, just 100% concentration of salt. And yeah, then you're like washing it down salt, with, like, with this like thing. Whereas the, the salt, if it should right. be present, yeah. I would guess should be, like, in a certain concentration so it's in balance with the other yeah and you never know how much salt you're getting right on average on a in a margarita you're gonna have about a teaspoon of salt like around the rim which is a lot like that's a lot of salt. well yeah if you snorted it you would be on the floor but also like that's just just a lot of salt you would be at the doctor's like if if you're making like a a large batch of chicken soup for example right okay i might like for for like pinch of salt To feed yeah. a family, yeah. I might use a teaspoon of salt. Oh, I would okay. use like nine tablespoons. No, you wouldn't. Nah, that's an exaggeration. I literally, I mean, I mean, award-winning chili the other day served like twelve people. He did, I heard. Actually, congratulations. You won a medal for yeah. this chili. It was pretty salty, but it, you know how much how much salt was legitimately in there? Maybe a teaspoon. How, how big like, was the less, pot? It was it was a five five and a half quart lodge. That's, that's uh, big. Yeah. Could you wash yeah. a pair of shoes in that pot? Nope, never have, never will. <laughs> I mean, don't say never. So, so you made a gallon of chili with a teaspoon of salt. So a teaspoon for a fucking 
four ounce cocktail yeah. or it's a, six it's ounce. A bit much. It's yeah. a bit much. Okay. Right, right. And and you don't know how much you're getting in each thing. So it's really also right. people often don't have almost mm. any of it. They just get one little corner of it, and the and rest, the is rest just is chilling there. there. But I mean, so isn't that salt. We, my big we, thing? Is it's it's the labor, right? It it takes more of my time. Does not enhance their experience at all, except for that little bit of them. It's like I love my salt on my margarita. Mm. I love oh, my give them a fucking you have it with salt. Accent. Give them a fucking right? salt. Do you feel? Like, yeah. do, let me ask you a question. Do you feel the same way about a uh, cinnamon rim? Absolutely. Really? Utter garbage. Well, what would you do instead if somebody's like, I really want that, you know, cinnamon. I mean, ultimately, you make the flavor. beverage that I, the I, wants, I, I right? would. I would make them a beer cocktail with, with cinnamon and sugar in it. What, what's a beer cocktail? I would throw some cinnamon and sugar in the beer and just mix it all up and be like, here, here have a great day. He's right. That's better because I've done that. Okay, checks out. That I've, done, I've done both of those. Sugar, you have beer. cinnamon behind your bar, Johnny? It, does, it, it yes. is kind of weird that you have to Sometimes. wait for the beer to hit that like cinnamon before you get to taste it. I've and done. Got, talk about a misbalance, I'll right? I'll get in and on the, like I'll even, for example, you know, products like Fireball and stuff like that. You know, it's like, right. I'd rather just make a cinnamon bark syrup and add that to whiskey. To normal whiskey, that, yeah, right. right. Well, there's no antifreeze spend, in it, yeah. I don't have to spend extra yeah, money. Yeah, where, when do you add the antifreeze? And, and use, like, a moderately cheap you whiskey, right? Cool. That way, I do not need to spend money on Fireball, which is a garbage oh, product anyway. Mike, sorry, dude. And I'm giving somebody such a much <laughs> much better... Uh, so, know, so, Kevin, the bar I, I work at, we've served uh, a pumpkin beer with, like, an agave rim. <laughs> oh, really? With uh, brown sugar and cinnamon on it. And we've also done a Randall... Which is where you hook up a uh, like a hopper to the tap line, basically where the beer comes out. A you Randall? hook up a jar, a Randall. Okay, it's named I'm, after I'm the guy who invented the first, who popularized Jeremy it at Dogfish Head, and Randall his Jeremy. name was Randall. So they called it Randall the Enamel Animal because they oh, fill, they would fill it with hops and it would strip the enamel off your teeth. They would say from the hop oils, but you could put every any sort of things in it. This weekend we just did a. Liquid, they, somebody, I saw somewhere did liquid smoke oh, infused cool. barrel staves, and it that's was fucking sweet. delicious in an right. imperial stout. Yeah, I love me so, some but smoke. I've done cinnamon, we've done like actual cinnamon bark in the Randall, uh, that's and, cool. and like sugar cane, and then we've also done uh, or caramelized sugar, and we've also done it on the rim, and it's way better infused directly into the beer. So, I think you've got the right approach there, Kev, with just yeah. making them a cocktail. And, and that's the same thing, like, for example, when I deal with uh, people who ask me, and I, I, I'm utterly opposed to fresh fruit garnishes. I think it's a huge waste of fruit. It's terrible for the environment. Would you use um, not fresh fruit? I, I mean, if I want something decorative, I use, like, old fruit that it's been, like, dehydrated. That makes sense, that looks, yeah. It still looks cool. And it's, it's, like, a little curled up, right? Yeah. It's, well, it's Isn't that be, what they no, do? They curl it anyways? Almost. It's going to be, like, hard, hard anyway. But... So my big thing with against fruit garnishing is like you know I, I'll go through for example at work on average um, you know I might go through six or seven quart containers worth of limes wow. on, on a, a night and that's, wow, that's you know it's like that's like ten pounds of limes yeah no one eats yeah. them they throw them out they drop them in and it floats around yeah. a little right and so here and that's they the don't thing. remember when we didn't have limes is when I make a margarita, <laughs> I had a margarita. My, or a daiquiri or something <laughs> they um, didn't even have salt. <laughs> So expensive. Um, I got a cocktail drunk going. Sorry, Kevin. I'm. Uh, it's all good, dude. Let me chirp it in with right weird there. shit. This Don't apologize to him. He uh, did right. it to you. Oh, it's I like his that fault. was a very Rick Sanchez answer. Speaking of Rick and Morty. Uh, sorry, sorry, Morty. I'm gonna be when chiming I'm in. When I'm making one of these sour cocktails, one of these daiquiris or margaritas, right, that contain lime, I 
<laughs> have made it to the point where I, I tasted it. Okay, that's the correct amount of salt because I made now, uh, and that, that, that's the correct amount of, uh, of acid from the lime, right? Yeah. Because I made how fucking many of these, right? I keep sure, making yeah. them every day. I collect more data. More data dots all day. More dots on the graph. <laughs> That's life, right? Really. And Fuck I just keep like getting that, closer and closer to my perfect <laughs> thing every time. You know, I, I, I dial it in more and more. So I, at this point, I've repeated it to the, to the point where I can make a perfect daiquiri or perfect margarita. Or you close, made me a daiquiri the other night. that I can get to that, um, you know, without any other kind of special equipment or, or, so, or liquor or anything. Are you, uh, and you... then somebody takes that fucking lime slice. And squeezes it in that drink, and then right. they're like, I asked them a minute later, "How's your margarita?" Uh, and they're like, "Oh, it's a little too sour." But you know why? Because you squeeze the fucking lime in it. it no, because they go to bars where like they, yeah. they ask for a drink, and it's just like, oh, uh, booze, like bubbly water shit, and then limes thrown in, and they're like, "Yes, that's because what they're using." Yeah, and they're like, "Ah, oh, yeah, it doesn't well, taste right." Since such a big part of like bartending yeah, exactly. is like I had somebody... in the restaurant industry, like. And Johnny, you're in it right now. I'm in it part time. Kevin's in it, like a lot of the time. I go. Let's and just watch talk you. about how fucked up. Like I had somebody that whole, order a like, beer. Dealing with customers is. All right. As, I had somebody as you order... guys start this, I'm just letting everyone know we're starting on Manhattan's. Ooh. Well, I, I just want to say quick. I had somebody walk in, order a beer, and pull a. <laughs> They pulled okay. a can of Sprite out of their purse and, and asked for a second glass and mixed the beer equal parts Sprite and beer. Oh, wait till you hear like, Luke's story about the And I was like, oh, goat's you milk. carry Sprite That's with you? They're like, crazy. she was like, well, I know you guys you don't have it here, but I like it here, so I brought my own Sprite. Is that okay? <laughs> and I really wanted to be like, no. Like yeah. that's, That sounds disgusting. Why would you mix those? But Yeah, you have principles. Like if, so, you owned, if you owned the place where you work at, you would probably be like, um, I respectfully ask you to leave. Well, they told me they're like, oh, it's like a shandy. I'm like, that's not what a shandy is. A shandy's an actual beer. <laughs> this like, is not sprite and fucking. Beer. It's not sprite and, and, and beer light and be like, beer. It's a shandy. Yeah. yeah and like, <laughs> oh, it's, I, I love, I love my shandies. It's like what? But, sorry, that go, checks go out ahead. actually. So, so is what make it is what makes it a Manhattan is they charge you twenty four dollars for it and then you come home <laughs> and all your land is gone. <laughs> <laughs> Is that That's why it's a really, a really good point? Um, no. Yeah. Short answer: No. Is it a correlation it's, more than a it's, causation? It's really confusing, actually. No one really knows 100. percent uh, They say it had something to do with the Manhattan Club. Um, mm. There was like an event there, and for some John Tinley, I think was the name. Or, oh yeah, great guy. JT. Yeah. Some yeah. guy. No, he's he's the man. Some some, some, some yeah. kind he saved of the railroads, you know. Some Congress oh, I mean, race him, being we, run. We wouldn't even be where I, we are. No, I, I know what a Bloody so, Mary was originally called when it was first invented. Do you know that, Kevin? What? It was actually invented in Paris. It was called a Red Snapper, which is a way better name. Oh, that is good. Um, right. Past the Hill That's Rock. Nice. Kevin's busy oh, making shit. a cocktail. I'm excited so, for so that. So what's, in, what's, what's up, Luke? Oh, I was going to say I had a similar story to your Sprite, like in a restaurant thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, I make... Oh, um, of course that doesn't fit. That's, you know, it's a like, good bottle. I nice. do barista-type shit uh, one night do? a week. And somebody brought in their own goat's milk for me to steam and make a wow. latte with. Did you? They, br- they brought in goat's milk in this vial. Yeah, so what happened? They brought it back to abs- you? You should have said absolutely not, by the way. Yeah, what like what do? happened when well, they brought it to so you? So I don't have to deal with actual people when I'm doing my 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 usual thing. So um, I just get tickets and I make tickets of coffee drinks and then leave the tray there for people to grab. Right. Yeah, you're basically a, so a robot monkey. Usually people will come back 
because like they put the ticket in however they do and there's some like verbal adjustment to it which is funny because it's like you have a line of like four tickets you really just want to read what it says and do that and like then Mm -hmm. it's also like each one you have to remember a memory tag of like oh make this ticket but it's actually not whole milk it's half and half i'm gonna chime right in there's like an asterisk like yeah get, get your uh, lemons out of your thing and uh if wait you did you just pour some you, water in the glass and i steamed it. the goat That's milk so, long story short so i wouldn't do that because it was probably unpasteurized it whole was yeah. goat milk, and you, you you contaminated the steamer then so well it's steam that's what i figured <laughs> I mean, you're probably right, but yeah. health department I did do a quick Google search, and it was like, oh, it's, like, not the craziest thing in the world to, like, Bring drink. your own milk. So I thought, like, well, if she's drinking it, oh, it's really I thought good it was a little, bit, a little bit much to come into a restaurant and be like, I brought my own milk. I probably just wouldn't have ordered a latte that night. You know? Oh, I've had so many people bring Made one breast home. milk in for their baby. Breast milk. It's oh, that's insane. different. What do you mean for their baby? They really? ask you to steam <laughs> breast milk. For their baby or, or heat warm it up. it up for them yeah of course all oh the time. I, we get really? that yeah i get that they, uh, they, they ask for there. a pitcher of warm water a couple <laughs> gla- couple warm water yeah. wow okay it's got to no, be I, a tit temp i don't Luke. know the etiquette of that it's just no no it's, it's got to be, be a tit temp. it's got to be a tit temp 70 I mean, degree isn't, isn't tepid milk, milk? breast milk is gross no milk you is ever milk. had you ever had fine colombian breast milk at 97 degrees fahrenheit joe it's an experience did you say colombian it's the best in the world. So Kevin, can uh, I ask I've you? I've only what's had the, Swedish breast milk. What's the weirdest Ooh. restaurant like bullshit thing you've had to deal with? Weirdest Man, there's a ever? lot of sentences flying just, around. Just I don't okay, know. Okay, so so let's. Uh, I know you've got a bunch of weird ones. Just whichever one comes to mind. Oh man, yeah, that's a that's this is gonna be good. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> I told you. He's so, like he's like scanning favorite, his memory like Jesus is, Christ. So I, I was working many. I was working at an um. A restaurant that kind of tried to be upscale a little bit, but wasn't wasn't really. Uh, it was right on the waterfront, uh, <laughs> had an upstairs area. Some of us in this room are 100% familiar with those assists. He's nailed it. So we. It takes a few math calculations to figure out what he's talking about. Yeah. So and we're we have there, um, yeah. and it has the upstairs, right? So the only reason anyone ever comes there is for the upstairs in the summertime for blah blah. blah. You know, to sit there and enjoy the view and watch the yeah. ferry come in. It's allegedly It's about, it's nice. about the vibe. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Right, it's about yeah. the vibe. Because no They're one's going the there idea. because they have, like, yeah. high-quality food or drinks or, or service or really anything right. other than the view and the vibe. It's, right? it's the like the Times Square restaurant great for tourists because it's like, in New York City. It's, like, dirty you know? and it's, like, not right. the most... You know how tourists kind of go decrepit. to, like, the Olive Garden it's, in it's Times Square? next to Sewage River, They just go to that Olive Garden because they're in Times Square and that restaurant is right there. something they're familiar with It's just right there and it's a name they've heard, yeah. My friend went on a Which group trip to Manhattan for the first time with people from the South, and they got a sand- They all got sandwiches at Subway for lunch one day. I was like, there's so many delis. You went to Subway. Yeah, some That's people sad. just do that. Oh, man. It's insane. So what, um, what's the story? So anyway, so so people come in. Getting the cherries out, by the way. Um, oh, people yeah. come in, uh, in in like middle of February, right? Brick titty outside. Absolutely freezing. <laughs> And these people will be like, uh, is the upstairs open? The outside area, upstairs, the outdoor dining area. And they'll say, no, I'm sorry, it's not open. And they're like, oh, this is ridiculous. I'm never coming back here again. Right. Or, or for example, you know, in, in September, October, right, when it's just getting a little bit chilly out, we'll be like, oh, sorry, we're, we're closed upstairs for the day because, you know, I have nobody in there. So I can't afford to have one server downstairs in the inside and one right. server upstairs. 
You know, it's, it's not silly. enough psychos come and demand that because but I only have two they, and and whatever. When they come into restaurant so, and different places, they don't even consider that like there are other there human are beings other working. Human. Yeah, so they, Kevin, they Kevin, you say so yeah, sure? Like yo, yo, I I want to sit upstairs, and I'm saying okay, sure, I can do that for you, no problem. Let's do it, right? They go upstairs. It's like 53 degrees upstairs, right? And they're like got their jackets on. They're like, you know, and the kids are like, mommy, it's cold, and it's like, shut up, we're having a nice day. You know, we're having, right. we're having a nice Sunday, and we're, we're enjoying it. We've already um, planned look, that we had to be upstairs look at the and ferry. see the water from the window. And then, within, like, I'll get them all set up. I, I get don't know what drinks. accent this is. I'll run. Uh, I'll, Icelandic, that's for sure. I'll <laughs> run the drinks all the way from the downstairs bar to upstairs, because, of course, the upstairs bar is not even open. Because um, you don't use it and in then the winter. run the drinks, run all the food. From downstairs to upstairs. But you're just um, doing it to spite them at this point? Get them bread and stuff. Yeah, that's funny. You didn't even do it to be, like, good service. You did it just to, like, feed feed their misery. A little of both. A little of both. And then, all of a sudden, you know, out of nowhere, uh, or not out of nowhere because I can see it coming, they'll be like, "Uh, can we move downstairs? I'm like, yeah, of course you can. I got a table already set for you. (laughs) You should, you know, I got it all. It's all ready to go. I knew it. You'd. Bitch out, you fucking bitches. Yeah, yeah I knew you knew. couldn't handle it. I knew you couldn't take it. Another family defeated. I was gonna, I was hoping you'd be like, sure, it's right through that door. And then the door closed and you locked it like audibly behind them. And then when they looked back, you just flip them off and then go back to the yeah. bar. But That's I like how you do the, it better. The, the version probably... that he imagined in his head, right, Johnny? Yeah. That would have been nice, you know. I would have had like shackles set up and stocks and everything. Just like, <laughs> look at these people. They used to fucking. They, but that's their whole day then. They yeah. used to be just free pillory them for a little dinner, bit. But they sucked at life one night, and now they're in shackles. And now they're in my weird shackle dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> it's called a pillory, guys. Come on. Yeah, it's called it's called dry storage. Fair enough. That's where we that's where we keep like the rice. That's right. <laughs> and you're going in with the rice. rice. And the fucking assholes, yeah. Yeah, yeah rice and assholes. Jar, jars of, like, pickled peppers. Well, that's how you keep them dry. Yes, indeed. Interesting. Right, so, so, so what, what are we drinking here? What do we got here? So we got yeah. Manhattans right now. Um, we're dealing with my favorite sweet vermouth of all time. This stuff is amazing. It's like crack. You can put it on ice cream. Um, it smells you real. You can put it in your coffee. You can drink it on the rocks. You can... Drink shots of it. I don't care. Uh, it's it's just amazing. Whatever you put it in, it's a little bit of a bully yeah, in the I'm playground. Um, <laughs> in that it, it, it overpowers a little yes, bit. I'm drunk too. It overpowers. <laughs> how would you describe the flavor? Um, it's very. It's, Wait, let's. It, how about Joe and I take a sip and see if yeah. we get something. It's called Carpano it. Antica. Yeah. I'm starting we'll, off with we'll that. We'll be assholes Antica and then he'll explain. Try. Uh, tennis balls on the nose. Um, <laughs> Getting um, a rubber factory, um, grassy. No, I don't know what I'm talking about. I, I feel like you, you've been waiting to say that your whole life. Tennis no, balls um, on the nose. Uh-huh. Yes. Saddlebags on the outsides and shipping who, containers. I was, I, I was um, sharing a bottle of wine. Like, that was my contribution Ooh. to a hang once. And I happen to know somebody who... Um, Man, these drinks is stiff. We tasted the oh, wine yeah. and we were just, like, genuinely... They're fantastic. Trying to, um, you know, just, like taste and guess where the grapes were before we actually knew because we didn't look it up yet and then this this guy a boyfriend of somebody so i didn't know the guy all that well um he's sitting over in the corner of the room like all coy and and as i taste it and i'm clearly like not having like an ego about what i'm doing or whatever just trying to like play a fun game out of the wine he goes do you mind if i have a go at it and i'm like 
He said no. it like that. Do you mind? Yeah, he said it like in character, and then he he <laughs> nice. pretended to like swirl the wine and smell it. All these like, did he nail it? Special ways. No, all he said was like four adjectives, and they were all like shithead adjectives. You know, like Wait, give me give me one the freshly inflated pool toy. No, he go. said um, specifics. He said things like um. I find this wine terse and combative. You know, yeah. like oh god. Um, um, uh, <laughs> Notes of rotten avocado. Sweet. And it's like, go fuck yourself. You didn't smell rotten avocado in this wine, Jack. You don't know what good the avocado smells like if it hit you in the fucking nose. I'm getting That's hints of said. denatured peach fuzz. So um. I, I, can't, I don't even have a vocabulary, Kevin, to talk about this Manhattan. But I do have to say, I really like it. I really like it. I would love to hear your, your flavor explanation It's of, so of different this. from the first one we had. And this it's very is more different. along my, I don't know, my, my taste. Uh, well, even though it has actual sugar in it. I was gonna say it's not, not it's like not sugar. more like a Sweeter. it's not more like a beer, but I feel like more in a beer mode drinking this. Like the other thing was yeah. something much more. The different The other thing I felt like me. I'm not dressed. Well, what's for. in it? I'm definitely not dressed. <laughs> I'm, I so, definitely wasn't so, dressed. So uh, we'll get started with that. So let me just recap the first drink we had. Um, it's like heavier this one. Yeah, I can the feel fir- the body. The first drink yeah. we had was right. um, a martini made with Martin Miller's five, uh, Nine Moons, which is a barrel rested gin, nine months old, hence the Nine Moons, right? So $53 bottle for 12 and a half ounces. Really fucking uh, serious it's a small amount here. of gin. Um, a lot amount of money. And so essentially that drink, uh, each one that we drank cost approximately, let's see, just do the math real quick. Seven plus three minus three. Um, These are Lower East Side prices, right? <laughs> would be 13 bucks was what it cost. So in a bar, that'd oh, be wow. like 26, so that's double, yeah. 30 bucks. Oh, no, no. We're oh, no, 400 65. times. 65. Yeah. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, you charge 65. Like, wow. Not exactly. You wouldn't always do that. Right. But like, the, if I was ordering this at, like, the Connaught, where I got ripped off in London, like, that would have been yeah. literally... Or, like, like in Manhattan they or something? They would have caused me... Yeah. They would charge me 60 bucks, right. at least. Yeah. 50 well, to 60 bucks. Alcohol's, right. like, 1 to 400%, right, markup, generally? Yeah, usually you're going for 5 times Well, I mean, five. they sell yeah. Bud Lights yeah. for 5 bucks. Like, that's that markup. Yeah, and it costs... They probably yeah, get it for less than 30 cents. Yeah, less no, than, not quite less than a much. dollar. Yeah, it's, like, 85 Okay. Yeah. That's more than I thought. Depending on the state, obviously, you know, New York yeah. State taxes are very high. Our our, our prices are low. No, I mean, they they make a lot of money selling shit beer. I mean, great beer. Please like, share, so, and subscribe. So, uh, what about the Manhattan here? So, uh, what we're dealing with Ooh, now no, is it, what is again. Sorry. Hold on, my favorite, my personal favorite sweet vermouth, which is called Carpano Antica. Really Can I intense. Smell that bottle is that this? Yeah, go for it. Really intense and uh, really intense, like herbaceous flavors. Yeah. A little bit spicy. Um, has like. A lot of sweetness to it and a very Ooh, full body kind of wine flavor. Yeah. What was the spirit in the Manhattan again? I'm sorry. Uh, did you say that? Manhattan is, is whiskey, uh, as any Manhattan would be, except this one is a special bottle that I uh, came across the other day. It is the Hill Rock uh, single malt whiskey. Hill Rock Estate is in um, Hudson Valley in New York State, uh, where we currently are located. And this stuff. Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. So don't tell the don't tell Interpol that. Um, but Hill Rock is one of the very few distilleries left on planet Earth that is still kind of like farm to glass or farm to bottle, in that they they actually farm the grain that they're using in their whiskey. They, it's one field to one they, batch kind of thing. Uh, well, not necessarily. I mean, this one is this, this this single malt is that way, but you know. In general, their whiskey—they have plenty of fields, you know. So it's a farmhouse. Uh, it's a farmhouse. 
exactly. distillery, it's, though. It's very small. Um, there's one, le- there's one left in Scotland to show you how few there are left yeah, in the Yeah, well, world. everyone in Scotland is ordering their barley. There's you know one. I, mean? I went to it. Edradour. It's amazing. Go Edradour, yeah, chance. amazing. I mean, I almost went there once. You should I, go I was next trying time. trying to go, but you but, fucked yeah, up. It's a nice, nice way to sneak in the pronunciation is, yeah. uh, correction. I don't know. Some people say Edradour. I just, yeah. I is just... it like advertisement, advertisement? I was Nobody told. I was told. I was told on the tour. Who? Name one. I don't want to. Did they say Edward Dower? I believe that. <laughs> the, tour, the, the tour guide said it's Edward Dower <laughs> as in flower. That's, that's how he Trump. told me to pronounce that. it. You gotta I go two, you. two levels. Two levels There you go. Um, so so it's like Akintosh, and everyone's like, "How? What is it pronounced? Akintosh. Achentoshan." And they're like, "Akintosh." I thought they just called it Akintosh when we were there. Yeah, Did they? but some of them yeah, just but... have very thick accents, though. Yeah, no, yeah. but I think like the people like at the place just called it Akintosh. They do. Yeah, they but, do. But, but I'm it... saying the guests oh, who don't know how to you. pronounce right. it are like, is it what is it? Uh, Ao Chentoshan? Because I thought I I had ca- I had gotten a bottle Ochentoshan? before. And I, I I called it Edrador. I thought that's how you said it. And then when I went, uh, the guy said it. Luckily, before I had a chance to look dumb, he mentioned it on the t- the like first thing on the tour. That's how he says it because you walk past the big sign. And yeah. it's awesome. There's a fucking like cr- uh, creek running through between the storehouses. It's awesome. Go sometime. We'll save that I for will. the whiskey episode. Sorry. Go on about Manhattan. Right, you got some. Try. You got so, some fine ass farmhouse. So uh, Manhattan, we're malt. using yeah, we're using um this Hill Rock Estate single malt um stuff here. We're using two and a half ounces of that with one ounce of Carpano Antica, a couple dashes of Angostura, a dash of orange bitters. For those of you who are not familiar with Angostura. They are um, a, a company based in Trinidad and Tobago. And what is uh, makes that like really high, high-end quality uh, bitters for using cocktails. Bitters as a bartender are kind of like your spice rack. I was gonna say because um, like bitters, if you don't know, uh, they're not bitter, right? They are bitter. They're quite bitter. They're but I mean, extremely like, bitter. they're not making the drink bitter. They're, they're balancing making the drink it with slightly bitter. bitter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they're, they're, they're bittering you're balancing. Yeah. I see. They're but you're balancing things. Yeah. So like if you were to do a shot of Angostura bitters, you would be like, you would you'd be ruined. Your, so your taste, is there is there a context well, to do no, that? No, no, oh, no, you meant you meant taste buds are going to be completely useless for is the whole rest of the day. Is palate fatigue real? Well, certain things are so intense that like you you literally wouldn't be able to taste anything for like. A, right, a like r- really hot so food, just, just like kinda like spices. toothpaste, yeah. right? Like you 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 brush your right. teeth and you drink orange juice and you're like, Oh my god, I can't I, I, I hate I, this. Right? You're right. I've tested this, Kevin. Once I, sh- I brushed my teeth in the shower, and I stood there like gargling under the shower head for like 10 minutes. I was like, I'm going to rinse my mouth out so good I could have my orange juice after the shower. Still tasted gross. I still just had to just wait. Wait, I <laughs> why didn't he have... just? Why didn't he just not drink water? Why did he have to? Also, oh, what? No. I, I wanted orange juice. That you had 10 extra minutes to just gargle water under the no, shower. No, that's what I mean. Like, like, I'm, a, I'm a bartender. If I get up in the morning, I have hours before work, okay? That's true. <laughs> that's something that's so nice. Yeah, about, I like, love working. this life. I, I have the same life, Johnny, because <laughs> I never I don't start get... teaching until like 4. Yeah. So yeah, if so I wake up like, about? at a reasonable hour, yeah. there's no way I'm going to fuck up. The earliest I woke up in years, I think, was for the beer release. The beer release the other morning. I only slept an hour. Yeah, and even then I was like, got to work five. Yeah, I can only do this oh, yeah. once a year for a beer uh, release. We to a beer release. I think we tweeted out a 30. few pictures on our Twitter. Yeah, yeah, we bunk tankers. Yeah, no, um, we we got like share and subscribe. We got a lot of uh, you know, <laughs> shares and likes and shares and Bless subscribes. Subscriptions. It was it was very. Is there, dude, that's getting really weird because the more I tweet shit, the more like I realize you. Dude, get, I can't wait until you guys get to the cherry. By the way. 
I'm very excited for the cherry. Oh, there's a cherry oh, at the bottom. Oh, it, it absorbs some of the the goodness, right? Yeah, yes. I remember my uncle. It's just right down Also, the cherries are delicious anyway. These all the Sardo cherries. That Good was shit. in the bottom of cocktails, and like as a little kid, he would absolutely. Get drunk. Yeah. What was the what what kind of cherry? That. Uh, Luxardo maraschino cherries. So those, for those of you who are not familiar, the term that m- most of us refer to cherry like the maraschino, you know, the, the the bright red plasticky looking cherries, we call them maraschino cherries. Right. No. The Italian language in, in the Italian language ch is a k sound, so they were actually called maraschino mar- maraschino cherries. Yeah. So maraschino cherries, uh, they're sour. Um, and they're they're put they're they're in like this cherry syrup, uh, which is the cherry juice mixed with sugar and reduced down. Um, and they're preserved for a long time. They don't have um, they don't have stems because the stems come off during the like the fermentation washing process of them. Nice. Um, so they're super like inky black in color, really intense flavor, sweet, sour, beautiful, luxurious, and amazing. Um, Never drink, never, never eat the the bright red plasticky looking ones again. Go for these Luxardos. Well, those or, are just cheap, right? My if natural you don't instinct wanna, tells me they're better. Like I could just yeah, see that yeah. they look more complex and like. Yeah. If you don't pay, Real. if you don't want to pay for these, there's a couple other brands that'll make like a sure. decent um, knockoff version of them that are that are pretty. But these good. look way better yeah. just aesthetically looking at them than the shit that you see in the yeah. reddish pink, you know, whatever yeah, in the grocery store for sure. Not, yeah. even, not even close. I generally like whiskey, generally yeah. cocktails, way more than anything else. Yeah, way, way more than I, like a gin I, or, I do a or vodka or something, or something. I don't do shots often, but if I'm at a bar and I do a shot of something, I don't think I can often do a lot of rum cocktails that you like. I like rum, and I but I, I feel like I rum is rum different from like like I because I like rum e- even more than I like gin or, or vodka. Dude, I'm getting obsessed with rum. I actually was reading a book this week about rum. Uh, Which one? To get ready. For, uh, History of the World through Six Glasses. About? Okay. Did you read that one? I Very good. I've, I've heard they, of it. They cover before. like beer, wine, uh, like spirits, coffee, tea, like the big drinks that developed up with civilization. Speaking of coffee, I'm drinking a 7-Eleven large right now. Bam. <laughs> See, there you go. As we're on Another this artful-like cocktail episode, Kevin's yeah. like um, pounding a tall 7-Eleven coffee. Also as yeah. the home so, coffee roaster in the group. Let's go back yeah. to rum is actually made from molasses, which Most is a byproduct. Is. Not rum, well, traditional or cachaça. Well, I mean, originally, yeah. rum was because molasses was a byproduct of right. sugar that's what cane. they had around. That was this considered R-U-M. kind of. R-H-U-M is made from the raw sugar cane. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. But but just in the process of, of sugar production from sugar cane, you get molasses. It's like dirty or sugar, uh, which wasn't as desirable for shipping so is that like you could, nuclear waste after a bomb goes off it's just like extra other radioactive shit to figure out a way to make uh, it no it's drink. probably more like well, the fat after you, after you, you like strip a, a cooking a, and, and stuff like that is because it just keeps forever and it's so cheap right yeah but, so but that's the other thing is into rum, Johnny? because uh well add it's water just, Add, add water, add yeast, and you ferment it just like beer. Uh-huh. But then you boil off the alcohol because it'll boil at a lower temperature than water. Uh, you boil it off until you get a higher enough percentage, you know, f- at least 40% that you have rum. Uh, and, but the well, other reason you would do you're, it you're, is you're distilling multiple times though. So you're well, yeah, yeah. you're distilling it right the same way as scotch would work or anything would work where you know alcohol dis- boils at like you know what is it 85 Celsius. And yeah. and um, and water is at 100, so you pick you, you kind of have a happy medium temperature that you find. 
And does um, it change depending on which temperature you boil you it at? And you have to condense it. Yeah, of course. Like if so, you do 95 versus 88? Well, what happens is the lower temperature you use, the higher alcohol you're going to get and the longer right. it takes. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, and that's why, but like... But the less times you have to do it. But the point less is... Times you have the, to do it, just awesome. the, not just the process. The point is trying to get is if you had a shipload of molasses, you could boil it all, you know, ferment it, wait, and then boil, distill it to rum you could take 10 ships load of molasses and turn it into rum and then ship that one ship for the value of it so yeah. it was a great way to store wealth in a much uh, smaller amount but i actually have like a whole thing of rum facts i don't know how much you guys want to hear that's them. actually really I can cool. hear some more rum facts maybe so johnny you you're saying that it because they could ship it's a concentration of wealth it's, it's like shipping thing. um but any I don't know, is also a soup like that. base in powder form and then knowing you can add water when you get there yeah is that yeah, what uh, yeah. Guinness well, okay, does? Yeah, well, okay, so, so, no. <laughs> no. So, uh, rum replaced, uh, the Is Royal Navy me? used to give beer ration on ships, and they replaced that with rum in the Caribbean in the 1650s, because it's just too hot. Beer tended to spoil by the time it got there. Yes, indeed. Uh, and then Admiral Ver Edward Vernon is the guy. That's the name that you don't know that you're going to come away from this knowing. Uh, yeah, he sure. came up with one the, more time. Edward Vernon, Admiral, Admiral, Ed, Admiral Ed, Edward Vernon. Yeah, and that's a uh, badass he, name. He, he's a badass yeah. dude. He also fought in uh, uh, what was it? Jenkins lost the War of Jenkins Ear. Oh, Jenkins a real, Ear. Yeah, that's no, a real that was, that was the military conflict. Yeah, but I don't know about the War of Jenkins Ear. It's he's an interesting guy. You should Google him. Uh, I if you feel have like, time to okay. this is why we love you, Johnny. Go on. Yeah, I love yeah. you guys too. But so uh, the order, the the right ration was a half pint of rum, which you know you could st they would gamble was the big problem. Sailors would gamble, so you get angry sailors that didn't get your, their rum, and then drunk sailors that couldn't work, so it wasn't a good combination. Yeah, that's, uh, a, that's a rough they scene. They would they would they would st you know stash it until they had enough saved up to get drunk, and it would cause problems. And they would just drink that instead of the water that they had on the ship because the water was nasty. So he made them order half a pint of rum with two pints of the water, and uh, and that was and um, that was known as Grog because his nickname was uh, it was it was named after him. But he came up with the innovation of of adding lime juice and uh, sugar because they, they they would mix the rum and water generally to just because get them to drink the shitty water on ship but he came up with proportions and was the first you know bartender ish type to say this much water this much sugar this much lime juice which had the extra effect of avoiding scurvy uh but his nickname was old grog rum which ironically had nothing to do with rum even though it's spelled grog rum it sort just of. also sounds like the word groggy, which is how you'll be the next morning after you like. Have but a that's night with but the word is from this, not the other way around, Lou. Yeah, you, yeah, you, yes. yeah. Uh, but oh, grog rum gotcha. is a type of like gummed fabric for like wearing on a ship, I guess. <laughs> you treat it with like tree gum. It's like a gummy fabric. I, I was looking up. Uh, I guess it makes it. It's like a type of waterproofing before rubber and plastic. But his nickname was Old Grogram because he wore his Grogram coat all the time. And so they named the drink after him Grog, which like, is really the first cocktail. Like, like, this is this. bullshit. Yeah. You're making I've this shit up. This is I've heard usual... of Admiral Vernon's Grog many, many really? times. See? Yeah, life. it's probably... It's in, it's in uh, some books. It's on some, mm -hmm. on some things. It's on menus. Man, it's, I got to get into this. buzzword for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the only one last thing about rum is before they had... a. They invented something Famous called the hydrometer words. to measure alcohol strength. And that yeah, was until the 18th, 19th story. century. Yep. Before that, you couldn't really tell. Uh, 
but the you royal just gave, arsenal you gave the alcohol to somebody and then you watched no no the well, royal the, 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 the fucking like pseudoscientist like at the hope this is where the word <laughs> proof comes from allegedly that's oh, right oh, oh kevin knows where i'm oh, going go for it johnny this sounds cool um, so the royal arsenal came up with a way to test rum strength and you mix rum water and gunpowder in certain proportions <laughs> and, and do then you used with a, it you used a magnifying glass to try to ignite it that's it should awesome. just barely ignite, and if it doesn't, you kept adding rum until it did. What if it's too much? And That's something Johnny knew, would have and then, done. And then yeah. if it just barely ignited, it was roughly – they figured out with that amount of gunpowder, it was roughly around 48% alcohol, actually. So they, they had a way to test it. It just was really dangerous, and there's reports of when <laughs> – they well, they fucked it up and it blew it. in a rag too sometimes. Yeah, that there's there's all sorts of ways to do it. it. But if the bursar fu- uh, fucked up and blew himself up, supposedly the rum was just fair game until he like you know they got until him they something. Replaced him. Until they replaced him. Yeah. Like, just because it explodes when you put a magnifying glass to it doesn't mean you can't drink it. No, no, no. The the that idea means you was mixed. It's a way it to too prove low, it. That's, a lot yeah. of times, Threshold. that meant it was often unsafe to drink. You had Infected. to read. It was too low. Yeah, going. you need to keep right, upping it. Right, because it would spoil or whatever. So yeah. if the rum, if the rum was too low strength, oh. you just up the percentage that's of rum to water to like hit the right the bottle, percentage. Right, because that's what's. If it's yeah. alive, it's a problem. Well, if it's alive, of course that's a problem. Um, but it would. The idea is, if the alcohol percentage is high enough, it's going to be preserved. If it's rotten, that's bad. If it's rotten, that's bad. Because for something to rot is for bacteria to start eating away at its being. Yeah, and then you're just eating shit at that point. <laughs> Way to get meta about it, Luke. <laughs> about a fucking Luke bug in a, back in a his, whiskey his bottle. Fact. No, no, I, I'm hoping this is the first episode I don't talk about the mind and, like, evolution. <laughs> you haven't mentioned monkey brain yet. Exactly. That's a good, that's we'll get, a good that's start. A good that's a good let's sign, it, yeah. For sure. um, but, yeah, I, I've been reading about rum, and it really was, like, the what helped navies get all over the world, and uh, and it was it, at Rum one point power. at one Rum point ham. it was the what, what was the year? <laughs> it was uh, the most profitable manufactured product in New England for what? for years. Rum? So you know, and that became America. So it was a big uh, pusher yeah. in things. That's reasonable. I like that. That's yeah. beautiful. Thanks, guys. So let's 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 cheers to rum. Rum doesn't get cheers. enough shout Cheers out. to rum. Cheers Indeed. to rum. To rum. We're cheers. The first to r- truly to global drink. Right? Yeah. To rum. Even though we're not Johnny. drinking it. Oh, um, we didn't get to the segments. We'll oh, shit, now. yeah, we're we'll like write, an hour we'll in. Write, we'll write a time There's for segments? the segments. Well, no, it's been... funny you say that. <laughs> What's a segment? <laughs> All right. Um, let's just let Joe do it. Get, he's got Joe it. Doesn't no, have I don't know what you're talking about. No, I, the problem is I didn't look up segments today. I was just hanging out, and I happened what? to read that the first known <laughs> usage of the in, word Johnny. cocktail dates back to around 1800, where it was found in a farmer's diary referring to its usage for medical purposes. Joe, can yes, you can you for, cocktails were for someone who's a totally new listener, like say something less psychotic and give an idea of like what's happening right now? <laughs> are are there new listeners? Okay, so yeah, hopefully. All right, you just you, you start talking slightly differently, Joe, like a little haughtily. Yeah, so what, what are you talking it. about? Joe just became a character because yeah. he's doing this segment called Factor Fiction. So, and and this is I think you'll find this interesting, Luke. He's already doing it, Kevin. This is what he does. He he yeah. says the word interesting, so you think it's just a fact, but it's actually yeah. maybe a no. Not fact. I it's pretty. I, look, I mean, it's just the fact that the first the I actually wrote Were this you in incorrectly. Drama Club, Joe? The the first known usage of the word cocktail dates back to around 1800, when where it was found in a farmer's diary, and he was referring to it for uh medical purposes. 
That was really hard to say. So like medicinal I, purposes only. I think I know this one, but I but from like a trivia book I read that was printed in the seventies. Oh, so. I like that. So Johnny, I generally know that people use the word cocktail for lots of things, right? Like, so a, I've heard doctors say like, "Oh, that's a great cocktail of drugs," like whatever, mm. you know, like. I haven't personally heard that, I guess, but like in movies. That's a great cocktail. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 he's like, Luke, you definitely want to try this cocktail, bro. Okay, I meant like I've seen like like, we know you're not feeling great. TV shows and shit say like you know this is a great cocktail. We know we know you're feeling under the weather. You're not feeling great. We got a great cocktail of drugs for you. You're gonna no, they they don't say that because cocktail is more of a recreational like flavor word so it makes you think that people are like doing a drug recreationally whereas like oh a z pack it's like so so like it's like oh you're taking a medicine that makes your strep throat go away it's called a z pack z z you know like and it's so simple (laughs) it's it's not at all it's like three lines which is like partying and like getting drugs in your system to get high or something well in i think cocktail implies recreation well those two words Mm -hmm. have historical meaning in english like cock has a lot of meanings besides chickens and dicks. A lot of different meanings. <laughs> Luke was uh, about to go it, into a character and it didn't take no, in in English. Uh, but so, specifically, one is the spigot on a barrel because everything used to be served out of barrels because that's how everything was, was stored. It was barrels, liquid solids. Fuck you, it's in a barrel. Um, and I know the spigot would be called a cock just because it was the thing that stuck out that stuff came out of. People were simpler. It was a simpler time. So they, they had simpler it a cock. categories and words and shit. So, uh, yeah. And I know tails has a meaning in distilling. When you distill the first runnings, the first alcohols that <laughs> vaporize off. The heads, the hearts, and the tails. Thank you. Yes. Those are the parts. The, head. the heads are the beginning. The hearts and the parts you And you throw that off because it has wood alcohol in it. How is this going to yeah, answer the question? And methanol and shit. And that's how you get blind. Dr- you go blind and die from that shit. It doesn't oh, even man. get you that drunk in a good way. It just kills you. Um, so I, I think I remember reading that because you look at where a spigot sits in a barrel head. There's a little bit of space under it. You do. That, I don't. <laughs> mm-hmm. The thing about in the cartoon, in the movies, where they have the giant barrel with the spigot coming out of it, and they serve the beer right out of the big barrel. What cartoon? It's out of the flat side. Anything, any movie, anything. It's out of the flat end of the barrel. Oh the yeah, yeah. Laid I know on its side. Johnny, yeah. I like how he's like he's done his doctoral study on like oh what no, side I the know spigot. I think a lot that. about yeah. barrels. No, I, I'm not I'm, disagreeing. I'm, I just got a barrel actually that I'm planning it. on filling with beer. <laughs> I'm saving that for the next beer cast, but I'm working on barrel-aging beer right now, so I've been thinking nice. a lot about barrel. Nice. But you get something called a dead space below the spigot where like, <laughs> it just won't gravity feed anymore because the spigot is set up question. a little bit, and there's dregs and shit in there. So you mix all that together, and all the tails together, and serve it out of a cock. It is cocktails. That, it was the, so that <laughs> I, I've heard that myth, uh, colonial myth. But, and what um, year, roughly, would you say that came from? Uh, like uh, 1700s. But I have another crazy thing that I think I remember reading. Some French apothecary invented it in, in New Orleans <laughs> in the 1800s. Oh, so that, was that, shows. Too, that was bitters. That guy, that was yeah, the bitter guy. Oh, Peychaud's was just yeah. for bitters. Oh, Peychaud's. You fucking idiot, Johnny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but he he <laughs> made he made bittered cocktails and shit, and and so bittered sling. Did he serve them in a egg cup? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's one of the theories. Yes. That's okay, one of sorry, the Kevin. Go ahead and an egg cup. You're on that, there. Because that's all I remember as that he uh, sold. Joe, yeah. don't you know that's anything? That's one of the theories. Um, so, 
Ah, oh, fuck Something me. about an egg cup. <laughs> so everybody put your vote in now on our online voting system. <laughs> Fact or fiction. Text, um, text also, one like, or one. If you know anybody that knows about online so, voting so systems, So read it again one more touch. time, Joe, yeah. so I can tell if it's fact yeah, or fiction. Yeah, so you say fact or fiction. Read it one more time. I just want to like get my last. You know uh, how this is, Joe. The first known usage on, of the word cocktail. Come on, come on. What year? You got to pretend it's real, Dates back to around 1800 where it was found in a farmer's diary referring to its usage for medical purposes. Luke, take your guess. Take your uh, your educated guess now after hearing all this fucking psychobabble. And Johnny, too. That's where it's at, the psychobabble. False. Johnny. <clears throat> um, I want to say false, because I think it's the, the Peshoad guy, but it's probably true. And I want one of us to be right, so I'm going to betray Luke and go with true. Fair enough. Split All right, Joe, what's your fact. answer? Well, what's your answer? What's your My explanation? My answer is Sorry, categorically, Luke. undeniably false. Okay, why do you say that? Is that the answer you, you have as well? <clears throat> no. That Really? No. Medical purposes. Tell me what the medical purposes were. So, I, I mean, I guess what they're trying to explain is that, or what they notate is that, this is the first known usage of it explicitly in in reference to like a drink. Okay. Maybe like where it's been recorded, and and I guess that might be different from. Let's hear it. Okay, so what they say is that it it appeared in 1803 in a New Hampshire newspaper called the Farmer's Cabinet, and it was an excerpt from a diary containing the record, and this is basically what it says: is drank a glass of cocktail. Excellent for the head. Visited, oh, I know what they meant. Visited the doctor, drank another glass of cocktail. Which is almost poetic to me. Interesting. So I, Are you I sure think they're I'm, talking about I medicine here? I don't know. I partially... Well, I think I think he's talking about a drink that he had. Yes. And then the doctor was like, yeah, but, drink more of those. But I'm... So... I, I may have misunderstood the, the question in that it actually... That's, that's not the origin of the word. The origin of the word comes from the idea that if you were not, uh, if you had a, a horse, for example, that was not a yeah, thoroughbred, right? Right. You you cut a a, a piece yeah, of the, the horse's tail. Um, piece of the horse's tail off. You dock. They, they call it docking the tail, right? Docking. The okay. Right. Tail. Right. And then it has a a tail kind of right. like a chicken, or also known as a cock, right? Or a rooster, right? So you have a cock's tail on the horse right. instead of. Because it's not a full so, horse. So the other phrase is time, the rooster's tail. They started using. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to hear about that. Um, so th- then they start discussing um, adulterated spirits as cocktails, right? So that's one one okay, idea. So right. like a spirit that's because right. previously you were only drinking spirit. Period. It's so that. it's not. So it's not other, thorough. You're adding it's not thoroughbred rum. It's like a thoroughbred. It's a cocktail. I see so you're right, right. Cocktail ah. horse. A, a cocktail horse was a horse that was mixed breed, not thor- not a thoroughbred. That right. It was, right. A, you know. And then that it's a was, mixed drink, like the, a mixed breed. Exactly. Yeah, it's not just um, one and thing. Then there's a, but that's one cool. theory. Okay, no one knows 100%. There was well, that's another, the problem with a lot of these This other guy, David Wondrick, yeah. in his book Punch, which I, I think it was 2007. I, I, I don't know 100%. Gr- amazing book. We'll have uh, highly recommend it uh, for everybody. Um, if you're looking, looking to make punches for your house party, like... Clarified milk punch. He's got amazing recipes in there, like really. You know, fantastic. you're thinking like, but, hey, here I am driving to work, listening to a podcast. 
but it, it's I wonder great. if I need to make this a clarified book, milk punch this week. This book, this book really <laughs> focuses on historically accurate cocktail practice, you know, and that and that kind of thing, like where it all comes from. And his idea was completely different. His idea was that um, sometimes farmers would feed. It was still horse related, which is funny enough. Um, but farmers would feed their really horses tail related. certain um, spice related uh, <laughs> certain spices and herbs and stuff Spicy like ginger. Tail. Right, so they they would make like a little thing, mix a little like ginger, honey, lemon tea, that kind of thing, and their horse drink it or eat it, chew on it, and then the horse after drinking it would, his tail would spike up like that, and they called it the horse's tail would cock, right? So it was a Mm. cocktail horse. So you're mixing stuff together and you're giving it to the horse, and it would would cock its tail. So those are the two theories that I've heard. Oh, actually, I have a, a an additional fact to this, which is that. Um, cocktails did become associated with liquors or, or, or like, you know, liquor drinks uh, for for most of the time after its, like, initiation into, like, the record, where it was like, oh, yeah, the, the first, like, recorded entry, according to the Oxford English Dictionary, which, for anybody who doesn't know, is kind of like the de facto just kind of research of the English language and the history of the English language. Fake um, news. Well, yeah, of course, but that goes without saying. Um, so the, the earliest entry they found was from 1803, where it was explicitly referred to as, you know, a cocktail in terms of like, yeah, it was for drinking clearly like, oh, it's great for the head. And then like, oh yeah, I went to the doctor and he also said, yeah, just keep drinking. That clearly works. So like, there is something there about like, you know, booze and like medicinal purposes. And in fact, but it wasn't until the like 60s and 70s when the first recorded entries came out of cocktail referred to for like very specific like negative purposes of like oh like an overdose or like a like a like as a medicine like the, the one of the earliest examples of that is oh like this guy died because of a cocktail of drugs like different drugs yeah. and then it becomes like associated with other types of medicines like oh you got to get a cocktail of this type of medicine sense, for like this very like, serious it. disease. Yeah, AIDS cocktail. I AIDS definitely cocktail, heard yeah. that in right. movies right. and stuff. But that's but the, in and, that and sense, again, it just obviously... means like a mix of shit. Right. Yeah. yeah. But that's very recent. That's, that's much more that's recent. That's again us us using the, that term of the mixed drink and then keeping that for yes. years and years. Right. And then it, it, right. right. Yeah. It was the mixed right. drink. The martini, or, right? Yeah. The martini, for example, right. has been around since like the 1860s. Right. Right. In the 60 years before that was when the word cocktail started becoming. The thing that was written down very often, even before that, right? right. As, as Johnny it, it surely saying, existed. There's there's right. theories. There are theories right. again, and none of them verified. None of them like that you can actually find written down. Yeah. But of the of the thing, but the tavern keepers, right? And you were saying the 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 barrels, mixing the barrels yeah. together and calling them a co- it was the they called the spigot the cock, right? Um, the, it, was it was a cock a, of tails. So, yeah, so, so it's cocktail. the tails, the end nice. of each barrel, mixing it all together to have a new barrel, and it comes out the cock, so you call it the cocktail, right? Um, so there's all these different ideas. Um, and, you know, just as, for example, today, you go into a bar and order a martini, some some untrained bartender might be like, what kind of martini are you talking about? What kind, do you want an apple martini? you want a coconut martini? And you're just like, what no, I want a fucking martini. Yeah, vodka, rum, even they might or vodka, gin. No, what's just, nuts is for the hundred years. Gin drink, period. What, yeah. No. Yeah, but just yeah, I know, and that's the thing. Yeah. You want a, a vodka martini? It's called a vodka martini. It's a different drink. It's like yeah. you understand. Yeah. Now, Johnny, do you have a would you rather? 
Uh, I kind of do. I started one. You wanna, you wanna see where it goes? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I would say just commit to whatever it is now, and then we'll see where that goes. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to like well, I lost my post-it, so I'm gonna try to remember it. <laughs> oh, so for those of you who are my just joining us, the system. genie, the so Johnny, Johnny becomes a genie at this segment, and and by genie you can just fucking Google it if you don't already know. He basically he presents the situation. Piece in Aladdin. I kind of except but more more all powerful. Yeah, except kind you, of, but you gotta make molested. a decision. Yeah, because if you don't make a decision, it will be both of the consequences, this but is like all way about worse. His for example, well, for example, it's mostly Kevin, about his uh, entertainment. We did a dog sure. episode, and yeah. you had to choose between like like uh, something. One of the choices was there's no more cats or dogs in the world, and they and Joe was like, well, what if I domesticate a wolf? And I was like, just like that, no more wolves. Like, he lost <laughs> yeah. all wolves. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Like so it wasn't even like tried to get around it. Yeah, it wasn't even like right. okay, well, I, yeah, if you yeah, domesticate I, a wolf, then yeah. in a couple thousand. It's like years, I take back that question, nope. and he so was like, you know, no, no, it's too late. Thanks for pointing that out. They're getting into this whole thing where they're breeding. Mini domesticated like leopards and tigers and shit. Now. We talked about yeah, the it's foxes weird. on the last really cast, cool. I think, right? We did. What does the fox you, yeah. say? Go back and check out our dog, our dog box. Oh yeah, uh, check out episode nine dogs. If episode you would like nine to hear dogs, more. yeah. What episode and is this? And we talk about the Russian uh, <sighs> oh, this is uh, fox. 11. This is officially Army. eleven, but after yeah. nine eleven. Damn, never forget. If anybody um, doesn't know so, that joke, by the way, like, there's a, I mean, I mean also it's after still Sandy, not a joke I mean, yet. Sandy, but I originally Jesus. heard this at, uh, from The Office. Yeah, Sandy was a um, while ago. It was some, like five years ago. Somebody, uh, like, uh, I guess Ryan from The Office was, like, having a chat with Kelly from The Office, and they had been through an on-and-off relationship. So any board. episode ever. And he tried to make an excuse to um, Kelly by saying, like, you know, like blah blah blah. Oh, I was yeah. really stressed about my job, and then he throws in, "I was, uh, I, I, I hadn't fully processed 9/11." Yeah, <laughs> he just slips it in. Oh. As if that's oh, like, like ten years that's later. Like, yeah. That's like a thing you could slip in as to like why you were like a shitty boyfriend or something. Or you, you didn't know? show up for something. You're supposed to pick yeah. her up and you didn't. Like I'm still processing it. And so that became like a joke where like <sighs> if somebody, if you meet somebody. Uh, it's like a funny kind of thing to like test their reaction to. Um, I'm good on the cherry. No, right. you're not. And uh, oh. they say like, oh, like I'm, I'm, I'm Brian. Nice to meet you. And you go like, oh, like cool. Honey. Where'd you go to school? What year did you graduate? Mm. And they say like, oh, 2005. And you go, huh? After 9/11. <laughs> wow. And and you just sort of see how they react to it at first. That's a fucked up uh, <laughs> human like experiment. You got yeah, going. That's geez. pretty good. That's then, genie like, level. They, they, that's, eventually... that's some genie level shit you got like, going. When were you dude. born? And they're like 1995. He's like, oh, before 9/11. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh, because one or other always applies. What's the crazy thing, dude? So you all, remember? Oh yeah, Nixon. Yeah. That's when Nixon like, got impeached. On or oh yeah, before 9/11. Like, what it's just, is this before now? If you're born like before 9/11, you're 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 basically an adult now. Yes. Like, mm. Pretty much. All my you know, students now who are freshmen, like, you they don't say remember they're 9/11. an adult by number legal, standard. Legal. But no, no, but that's what I mean. Anyway. All, all they're my not stu- the same 20-year-old as 10-year-old. No, but, like, which, which, think about it. There, there's everybody born on, like, 2000, or, or, you know, at the new year or later is right. now, like, at the legal, like, consent age. Well, they're, they're you in college You know what's crazy? They're, they're college you, know, you know what's now. nuts to think about is... People, they don't remember 9/11 though. It's like technically 18-year-old adults, like Luke said, numerically they're adults. 18-year-old new do- adults will soon be going to fight a war in Afghanistan that's been going on their whole lives, like literally their whole yeah, lives. Yeah. It's We've just, gotten to that point. Like that's fucking crazy to think about. So I have a, a random question to change the topic. 
I've had a lot of cocktails with egg in it. Oh yeah. yeah. Can you like talk about like when you use yeah, egg what in is a cocktail? Because okay. I wait, can I just say for the record, I've seen that as Protein. a way of, raw egg of helping to sober Mouthfeel. up too. Be like, oh yeah, you you pound a cocktail with an egg in it, and you're like, oh, no, refreshed. No, good that's to go. not. No. All right. That's so, which, let's, that's go, let's go there. So yeah. first, um, in order to do this, we each need to take a, sl- a slug of our that's of fair. our cocktails that we're drinking. Because I noticed that we've been uh, favoring beer recently. Um, oh shit, that's right. I don't I have any cocktails, and I didn't want to pour any whiskey, so. Johnny, we tried to Skype you these cocktails, but anyway, so and then it broke the computer. Luke, bad boy. Did we break? Right. So here we go. Egg white and egg in general, as far as it relates to cocktails. Okay, so some cocktails. So I meant to say egg white as in itself. Some people, some cocktails use a whole egg, and some cocktails will use just egg yolk. Okay. Um, the yolk white? and the whole egg are much less popular. Um, something using a whole egg is called a flip, for example. Um, and and they're commonly something that's that's paired with like dark flavors, you know, uh, port wine, coffee, um, you know, dark beer, or that kind of thing. Um, but an egg white is simply used as a fluffing agent. Let's let's put it that way, like something that um, to give it body. It, it gives yeah, it, it gives a little bit of body, adds a little fat to the cocktail. Um, allows you to put it, it. also allows you to put more alcohol. Allows you to put more sour, uh, more of your sour ingredient, which would be your lemon juice in this case. So, it's a medium um, for putting more shit in. So egg white uh, originally All most that. most commonly used in a whiskey sour and any other type of just sour, right? Um, so you have your your. Booze. I love the texture that it, it gives that. You have drink. your booze, your lemon, your your sweetener, which is usually simple syrup or granulated sugar. Uh, you know wherever you are in the world, uh, get with the pick, get with the program, guys. Just you just use simple syrup. Um, <laughs> use granulated sugar. For all it's, you, it's just, uh, it's just It doesn't dissolve great. It, it, you'll know what you it means. You have like that residue on your teeth. You don't want to. You deal save with that a step with teeth. the simple syrup. So let's syrup. get into the simple syrup thing, or you know cane sugar syrup, demerara syrup, wherever you want to go with it. But um, typically, the rest the recipe was you know classically two to one to one. You had two ounces of whiskey, one ounce of lemon, one ounce of uh, sweetener, right? And you throw a whole egg white in there. A lot of people, obviously, over time have changed that recipe um, to make it a little more sour, or a little more boozy, or a little less sweet, or a little more sweet. However, however the uh, you know you want to go with it. But uh, either way. You add that egg white in there, and what it does is it clouds up the cocktail even more. It gives it a huge, stiff foam on top. Um, uh. And what? It, yeah, exactly, right? Huge and stiff uh, is what the foam looks like. I got a better game, it. Johnny. I'm gonna blow into the breathalyzer. Let's you, do that. You've been drinking water? Yeah, only all water, not alcohol. For like the last ten minutes. Okay, yeah, yeah. Get into get in on this. All right, so Johnny, again, we're using the backtrack. Give me a tongue twister Sadie. and then use that um, to gauge. Let's get uh, a sponsorship, please. Backtrack, a BAC track, one of the finest manufacturers of breathalyzer Tommy, in the market. We're getting to five, four, three, Tommy two, tipped one. twenty trans. A little uh, hard, 20... but not too hard. Harder. Yep. There you go. Tommy tipped twenty trapezoids. You gotta say that shit. Yep. You good. Some people, I find that some people who don't Tommy tipped 20 trapezoids. Tommy tipped 20 trapezoids. You have to say it like three times fast. Tommy tipped 20 trapezoids. Tommy tipped 20 trapezoids. Tommy 
tip 20 trapezoids. Oh, I almost got you. Tommy right, tip 20 tell me what I'm at. Tommy tip 20 trapezoids. I want you Tommy to guess before oh, I reveal oh, it. Oh, based on that, I think maybe 0. 0.1, 0. 0.12 at the most. No, probably like 0. 0.1 or 0. 0.08. I've been trying to stay below 0. 0.1. If yeah, I could probably 0. 0.08 or 0. 0.01. What am I somewhere at? All right, all right. I'm, not, I'm not telling you yet. Joe, give, give me a tongue twister. I just blew into the breathalyzer. And then I'll I say it the, for you, and I'm then the you tell me what data. you think Gen- I'm at gents. in terms of blood alcohol content. I, I can already guess what I think you're at. What do you think he's guess. at? Guess. Uh, guess. Uh. <laughs> you look so upset. Well, I was just like, uh, Joe, you should turn your mic on before you talk. Yeah, Luke looked very perturbed. Uh, Ricky was... has now joined us. For those of you who know, yeah, Ricky. We, dog we do have um, a dog chilling. Hey, buddy. Ricky I mean, is Joe's hey, studio dog. dog. Yeah, the, the resident dog. That's around so Joe, sometimes. give give me a uh, tongue twister, and I'll do my best to say it three times in a row, and then you'll use that as your measurement. I, I got one for you. You can use this right now as your measurement. No, I got one for you. It was the one that they made me use when I was in speech therapy when I was a kid, because uh, I I didn't know how to talk, which was go on. You were just shy though. You don't have a speaking problem. No, I had a I had a like legitimate speaking impediment when I was in. Was school. it a pronunciation thing or was it, it was. A vocabulary? No, it was pronunciation. Huh. So, so the the tongue twister up. that they would give us to test us was, Perky the parrot perched on the pirate's shoulder. Perky the parrot I perched that. on the pirate's shoulder. Perky the parrot perched faster, on the pirate's faster, shoulder. Faster, faster, faster. Perky the parrot perched on the pirate's shoulder. Yeah, that was really good. Perky, the, could... pa- Perky the pirate pitched. Perky the pirate pitched up the pitcher's punch. We became a little like yeah, yeah, robotic sure. at the okay. end there, but so, that's good. Joe, okay, guess. But Joe, guess. Joe, guess. Go. I think he's point one two. Okay, uh, Luke, guess. <laughs> I would guess I'm right around a point one. Okay, and Johnny, guess. But I would also point one. guess that oh, like, oh, I'm wait. at a point eight because like I I don't feel quite. You mean point zero eight? There's no point eight. Sorry, you... <laughs> point we, eight is we'd death. We'd all be dead. If he, if we we would all be yeah. dead. <laughs> yeah. Johnny, tell me, tell oh, me what's your guess. If, did he pick point oh eight? Because I'll pick. I don't one know what he then. picked. What did you pick? Point one. I I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick that I'm less than point oh eight. All right, I picked point oh eight then. I'm sticking with point one oh, two. Luke, I think you're higher than you think. Luke, for the record, is a zero point one zero seven. Wow, right. Oh, on I that got border. it. I was closest. Approaching a point one one. So Johnny was the closest without going was over. Zero one. Da, yeah. da, 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 da. I was close though. I was close. Lost, you would have lost on prices right. But so I was you close. Mumbly motherfucker, you. You would have been close. And but what would have happened to me? Definitely lost. Just go uh, to jail. You just you just didn't win because Johnny was closest. <laughs> just go to jail because yeah. you blew well, the no, no, Pasco, Do just... not collect any amount of booze. Oh yeah, because I was closest without going over. I would have won. Yeah, but yeah. I was closer. Fuck you. No, no, I was closest without going over. Yeah, that's not how Jeopardy works. Go fuck yourself. Uh, Jeopardy what is... is go fuck yourself? <laughs> oh shit, he said <laughs> what is go fuck <laughs> yes, yourself. I got the point. Damn yeah, it. That, too. <laughs> that was face it as a question. That was a cute long. So uh, I would like you to thank us for joining us. How long are we into this? Well, we're, we're coming up on two hours and 30 minutes, which is two even episodes of one hour and 15 minutes. We should do so, that and then drunk tank. Yeah, I, I say think. we power through, which would mean, um, hey. Well, let's do the would you rather for drunk tank. Well, we got the trio here right now. Yeah. Let's discuss future episode ideas. Oh, and shit. And then people can sort of like give us ideas of what we could do, too. That's heavy, man. How about we finally talk about what's go. going on under that airport in Atlanta? <laughs> You're telling me there's not a city of hyper-intelligent little people it running the, the government? It is the biggest airport in You're the country, gonna tell Johnny. Me? 
Wait, which, it's a continental it, hub. Wait, wait, right. which which airport is hub. that exactly? Which airport is that? There's one down here in Atlanta. Which one? There's like several of them, yeah, isn't there? Oh, 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 it's all of them. <laughs> I gotta <laughs> tell you. You know what? You know what's great about wiping out the human race? If you're only four feet tall, you got twice the space we have. So all of a sudden, they kill seven billion. They got the room for fourteen. <laughs> That's not how They're math coming works. for us. So we could do that one. <laughs> um, we, Wait, mean, Johnny, did you hear about the did you hear about the pistachio nuts? What? Dude, no, I don't I did you? Yanka brought a no. bunch of pistachio nuts back from Turkey because they're cheaper to get in Turkey and bring back here than to buy insane. here and like stop and That's shop. crazy, dude. That's where they're from. Well, not if you count in airfare. It's just because she was on her way anyway. Well, yeah, cheaper. it's like if you're doing that thing anyways. It's not like, a oh, instead of uh, buying $7 While you're out, did you like, run to go Turkey? Run to, go run to Europe real quick. And, <laughs> run to Cappadocia. And bring back, like, I don't know, like 1,200 tons of nuts. Like, <laughs> that would be great. 1,300 would be ideal, you know? Speaking of topics, we can do that kind of thing because, like, that's a fun Import, topic export? of, like, misconceptions we all have about, um, like – like what culture and life is like in a different country versus like uh someone being like uh no i actually just like do the same bullshit internet wasting time that all you guys did growing up you know i could get us an irishman like an actual guy from uh carry oh yeah county Cork. yeah an actual irish guy word um that'd be fun i could get us does he have an accent yeah he's from he grew up there yeah he used to Live there. I was in a bar right by Penn Station in New York. Uh, it's this Irish bar where like all the guys that work there like have like very thick Irish accents, and uh, some guy was so wasted that he was just like getting all up in all the other peaceful customers like grills, you know, like just causing a mayhem. And you got to see these like a Irish what? guys a just. Like a yeah, did you say mayhem? Like, I said like a ham, ham specifically nope. designed to enjoy in the time mayhem. of May. No, wait, say that, that sentence again. Mayhem. Was, yeah. Mayhem. No. Mayhem. 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 Mayhem always greets you. Your table mayhem. Good, so. You said mayhem. I said yeah. it like it's the mayhem food. finds yeah. you Big in the time. cold of night. Big leap. Yeah, is there a difference between mayhem and December ham? This is a huge difference. Yeah. Huge. Mayhem. Huge. Emphasis on the huge. Uh, speaking of huge. Huge. And Cox. All right, tonight. Is your mic on? Uh, it is now, yep. Okay. Yeah, it is. 100%? All right. One hundred. Okay. <laughs> We're in the midst right now. We just finished it. Um, but we've been recording this podcast during, during State of the Oof. Onion. Big All time. right, let's end the last like Trump. you know, Trump. five yeah, we got a tank on to this. eight yeah. minutes, like yeah. probably five minutes. If five I, minutes, I did not yeah. watch a single minute of the State of the Union, yet I feel like I have a lot to say about it. We uh, should we should watch it, but we should also do an episode called the State of the Brunion, and it's ooh, about beer though, like a yearly yeah. beer update. But but Bam. we also start by talking about the fact that like the State of the Union. Is spoken I don't know. by a Cheeto man. Well, I have I have no, a few thoughts on it just right now for sure. Like, do you guys remember growing up feeling that like energy of like your parents would like sit down and like watch the State of the Union and you got this idea like there was some special quality about the State of the Union where these powerful people that decided life and like all that kind of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I, I never liked George Bush as president in the George uh, But he W. felt like a big Papa Bear. 
But yeah, yeah. And like, it, <laughs> I wouldn't mind having but, him over for dinner. I would have right, but when he did the State of the Union, I was like, I would have tips. For the record, for the record, George George W. Bush, if you're listening, we would love to have you on the podcast. We would love to have you on. I'm just gonna say for the team, like I don't know if you disagree, Johnny, but I would love to have George Bush on the podcast. Johnny, can you get legal on that? Just make sure that everything's smooth with that. They're on it. They're on it. Are you are you cool with that? What were you saying, Johnny? I'm cool. I'm just saying, like, I wasn't a fan of all. As I was becoming politically aware and stuff obviously i was young i wasn't a fan of him but uh no of course not. Oh, i've never been. also all no, the i fucked consider up him shit. a war criminal but i still want to have him on <laughs> i would love to talk to the guy like, come he's on. Still he's like yeah i'm reasonable guy. yeah he's all about, it's all about ratings baby i'm i'm, I'm, yeah. a, I'm I, a, I, a i wouldn't even bring up the war crimes no i wouldn't yeah, either but fine. i, I want to ask him whatever I'm questions just, he like hang out yeah no it's fine about his yeah, war crimes. You know, we could talk about that on the ep- the follow up episode. Yeah, it's fine. Know. Yeah, but uh, but even just well, that, it was just nice episode, to have right? him talk. Be like, Big time. oh, this person's not a fucking maniac. What was like, it like? To it's talk, a person I disagree with, but yeah. it's nice to see him updating us. And people, I, I'm, I'm curious. And, I'm, no, so I'm, I'm very curious to, to see fair, how this one went. We fucked this whole thing up because we were like in 2000, like this is the end of the world. Bush won. Oh my god. Yeah. How could we? might as well just. Did you see the Will Ferrell? But that was. Not so bad. No, really did you see so the bad. SNL version? Like, Why I think it was. Little... <laughs> Thank you, Luke. Watch what, Joe? Did I you see the that. the SNL uh, last week of uh, Will Ferrell was hosting, and he did no. he did his rendition of George W. Bush, and he's like, yeah, I just want to remind everybody, like. Remember how, like, you know how everybody's thinking, like, oh man, oh, I yeah. miss when like Bush yeah. was president. It's like. I was like a historically bad president, and he just goes through like a list of like all the terrible shit he did. And, and it's you like, guys all miss that. Yeah, yeah. and he's like, he's oh, like, yeah, the fact that you all miss this is really kind of sad, but like you still miss it. You it know? just shows how like humans' perception works on like a scale. So as soon as you shift the scale to be like, oh, like a president can now be like the type of person that is a Donald Trump. Someone like a George Bush seems like the most professional fucking person you've ever well, seen. Yeah, speak. I would rather eat a turd sandwich than a, a talk a giant douche or vice versa. What? What? Is that a South Park episode? You want to try one more yeah. comparison there? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I'd rather eat a turd sandwich than an Arby's sandwich. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> but you it's know, like if it's I like had the, to pick one. It's it's one funny thing because you've heard like comments about like Oprah 2020 and like The Rock and like all this shit. And like I no just... no no I figured it out. You get The Rock to be president, and then you get Vice President as Elon Musk. Yeah, you said so that last when... episode, or yeah, in the drunk was, tank that, was, or that was the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, oh well tank. then, okay, I stand. You by gotta it. like, share, oh, so subscribe right if you would like to well, join. We blew appropriately. Santa will let us in the. The drunk tank is basically <laughs> when the timing. Are we at drunk tank yet? Can we just start drunk tank? I think we oh, can. I thought we, we did. I thought we've already. No, but we need like a moment where we can be like, like, share, and subscribe. We'll see you in Drunk Tank. All right. All right. So, um, Johnny, Johnny oh, I have nice one guy. last, like, beer Sorry. thing to say because I, I just cracked open this other beer here. Um, I cracked one other. That was really good. What he meant is they need to um, shitstorm me and hang up. Fuckers. And we decided that the winner of this fucking hang-up game we have going... Excuse me. Uh, their audio gets to play, so you're not even gonna get to hear this, you pieces of shit. That's not you, the listeners. That's uh, that was for 
Luke and Joe when they go to edit this. Because you're going to hear it. You're going to know. Fuck you, sirs. That was well done. You got me this time. Get you next time. Oh, and the game of cat and mouse goes on and on. All that fucking, okay. We won. Bam! We won! We did it! Yeah! We killed it. Yes, we did. No, no, no. We haven't beat Johnny in a while. challenge. No, Johnny's been slaughtering us lately. record, there's one more Manhattan on the docks here. Yeah, shit. So there's more drinks coming, folks, and we're going into the drunk tank. Yeah. We really don't know. For the record, I... really don't know what's For the record, I blew a .14 like an hour ago or more. Luke just blew a .107. I blew a .08 about, I don't know, two years ago. I had a piece of gum. That's probably what did it? I'm gonna have one more cocktail. No, actually, didn't in what favor? The alcohol on the gum that I've seen hasn't actually um, affected oh, man. That's it. Intense. So, um, what, what does actually more is like spicy food. You have like chili, like hot sauce or something sure. like that. Yeah. Fucking totally destroys the breathalyzer. It's, it's really? Tell you, you have like a point five zero like kind of thing. So, Shit. Kevin, the way this works is Johnny will, as soon as we hit hang up. Johnny's voice will actually be the first one saying like, "Oh shit, they got me." Blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah, those sons of dicks. We get yeah. the last word at Johnny. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're gonna call him right back and do a drunk tank. Patreon.com/slash/thunktankpodcast. Like, share, and subscribe. <laughs> like, subscribe. Like, subscribe. As oh, I just please give us a Jerry dollar. Jerry just give us one dollar. Again, this amazing. Give us one dollar, we won't have to put microphones on green boxes on books. No, we still will, but doing Save great that things. for the drunk tank. Uh, last words to Johnny. He's calling, He's calling back right now. Back. Quickly. Boom. Oh, I don't know where we're at. Oh, shit. No, no, you don't have to answer yet. Just. I'm calling him back. Oh, shit. Is that not the right thing All right. to do? All right, we got you, Johnny. Thanks for listening, guys. Peace.